Yeah, so that's why I couldn't record that. That's why it took me. It took me, right? Bless them. They hung on the live, Dave Fennoy, um and Gavin Hammond. They ha- they hung on for about half an hour while I was fiddling with it until I just okay. went. Just try and turn it on and off again. That's about 25 <laughs> more minutes. I would have hung around. I know, but he sorted it out in the end, so that's fine. Right, are we ready to go, people? No. Yep. Nope, yep, nope, yep, nope, yep, yep, nope, yep. Got a backup recording, Shinny? This call is being recorded. But he has now. But he has now. Back it up, baby. Go, go, go. All right. Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that one. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. I just fell on my bottom into some butterscotch. Keeping it real! Switch that console off before you have to press repeat, yo. Hello and welcome to show 170 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 170. Alright, I gotta tell a quick story here to get this thing out of the way. Story, story, story time. People can probably tell there's something a little different about me right now. And it, it is not that you're eating a burrito. I'm not eating anything. a burrito. In fact, I'm not eating anything. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, I know. I'm trying to mute myself when I have you to sound- do that. I know it sounds horrible. Do you know what you sound like? You sound like an old man with his teeth. Keep missing. making jokes. It's cute. Sure. So here we go. Last night, the Duchess and I were coming back from dinner at a friend's house. And she went in the house... <laughs> And I was picking up the mail from off the porch, and this guy comes out of the bushes. And I'm like, can I help you? And he jumps on me, starts beating the crap out of me. He, like, fractured my jaw. I spent a whole day in the freaking hospital. He broke my nose. And I was like, no, what he's doing? I'm like, what? Go- who are you? What do you want? What are you doing? And then at the end of it, he stands up and he goes, yeah, make some jokes about me now, Duke. And I realized it was Christopher Matthew and off. <laughs> Do you know, for one crazy minute, then I thought that you really had been beaten up. I was starting to feel sorry for you and everything. <laughs> uh, well, then I have done my job. Acting! Oh, it's very good. It was impressive, actually. Yeah. For one second there, I actually I had that you. pen in my mouth for like 10 minutes. Listeners, I told them before the show, I'm like, I got to tell people something when we start recording. Oh... Uh. Yeah. So he hasn't come, though. No. He said he, he did say he couldn't be bothered coming all that way just to beat you. Yeah, up. exactly. You know, but he's ever, if he's ever passing, maybe he will. No, you know. I don't want him to come anywhere near me. He could kill me with a look, as I've said before. <laughs> uh, but funnily enough, right, uh, Greg, I notice, has bowed down to the pressure because <laughs> this week he didn't. He omitted the and when he introduced the show. Ooh, ooh, on the ooh. Obvious, I know the overseas connection. Where it starts, and then, people. I know, look, you can't, look, you can't be oppressed. We can't be oppressed, can we? Look, if we want to say and, we say bloody and. Anyway, introduce people. Yes, oh, anyway, yes, we have got Chinny here. Yep. <laughs> there Keep you go. quiet, Chinny. 
Shut up. Well, I don't think you, I don't think you needed to tell him that to be sure honest. Sure, I did. He was being quiet anyway. Yeah. Uh, and and we've also got Duke, not with a broken nose and broken jaw, thank so God. You find a black box in a terrorist stronghold. What's in it? A bomb? Wrong! Box of puppies. Oh, that is pretty surprising, I guess. Then the puppies turn into a bomb. What? Deal with it. Things can't just spontaneously turn into other things. That's not how, like, life works. You know, that's a really good point that I think that... <laughs> what the... Yeah, I just threw a baby at you. Why'd you have a baby in your coat? Is that shocking? <laughs> a little, I guess, but... Look again, shit dick! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I had never seen Hey Ash, what you playing? Apparently, that's a big thing. Chinny's probably been a fan for a while. But uh, yeah, I posted on the website. If people haven't seen that thing I just played the clip from, check it out on our website. It's awesome. And uh, yeah, it's very funny. Did you guys watch um, that? Yes, I did. I thought it was very funny. So awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, very... But also, we've got a clip to play later that's actually related to Chinny. <laughs> No, you don't. <laughs> you don't know anything well, about it. As long this. as you've cleared it with my lawyer, then everything should be fine. Yeah, you'll find out later. <laughs> and you? <laughs> yes, me. What me? What Who about you? Name? Oh, the daddy. That's me. What's your daddy. real name? Stuart. Cook him a nice meal at home. Nice. You mean like stew? I certainly do not mean stew. Stew. <laughs> Is that 30 Rock? It is 30 Rock. You've been yeah, watching more of it? Yes, we've watched a lot of awesome. it. Well, the funniest, they're only 20 minutes an episode, well, so yeah. they don't take a lot of watching. Watched, but... um, I watched Looper over the weekend. Ah, that's good. I haven't seen it yet. I want good. to because I know it's about time travel, and I like that Time travel in it. Uh, but I've got issues with the time travel in it. It's a good film, though. There's, there's big issues. It's a Hollywood movie travel. about time travel, so it's not going to be yeah, but it's good, though. It's a good film. It is good, but just don't think about it too much. Yeah, that, that works well. Yeah. I often do that. Like, just turn my brain off. Yeah, because it does unravel very quickly. Yeah, well. It does unravel very quickly because it, it uses two forms of time travel and then mashes them together, which you can't really. I know, I'm just saying. Bruce Willis is a ghost. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why does it do that? Because shocking. Actually, actually, the, what, we were watching the quiz show on the telly the other day or watching something. And apparently in Japan, um, the Sixth Sense was called the 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 Man Is a Ghost or something like that. What? It was it was it was literally called wow. the twist of the film. And was Empire Strikes Back called Darth Vader is Luke's father? <laughs> Probably. That's crazy. What do you mean? What do you mean? And was Bioshock it, <laughs> but it called every... spoiled a movie? but it called everybody dies. Yeah, <laughs> joking. That's not actually a spoiler no. for. Calm down, no, people. It's a real. That's a joke. It's not real. Everybody's not real. It's not real. Um, well, I want to start off the show tonight with a shout out. I'm doing a shout out at the beginning. You again. Do oh wait, here we go. I got the thing for the video. I know. Maybe. Maybe. It's from Hulu. It's loading. Hulu. It's loading. Yeah, you can go ahead and do your story. Do you got a story? Did you say? Sort of. Shout out. Oh wait, here it is. I guess it's a story. It is sort of a story, I guess. Do you ever think about the future? You mean like, will apes be our masters? No. I mean, how you plan to earn a living. I can't imagine that job of yours is very stimulating. But it gives me time to think. Hmm. What do you think about? Well, girls. I mean, boys. I, I mean, you. I think about you, too. There, that are coming out of the movie. Wow, what an ending. Who'd have thought Darth Vader was Luke Skywalker's father? Ah, oh, thank, oh, thank you! Thank you, Mr. Pull the picture for me. 
Nice. There you All go. Right, so Spoiled it. Stu's got a story. What a shock. I know, yeah. Story, story time. So basically, right, this is how it goes. SLH uh, sent me an email saying Depeche Mode are coming to the MEN. They've announced some additional dates. They were only doing the O2 Arena originally in London. And then they've announced some dates for the MEN Arena in Manchester. So I was like, cool. Because, you know, I went to watch me a few couple of years back and I really enjoyed you know, it. Those names uh, of companies, are y'all like us now where everything's named after a company? Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. O2, O2 is a phone company. Oh. Um, I can't think. Well, actually, is it the Manchester Evening News Arena, isn't it, MEN? It's always Manchester sponsored by the, the oh, uh, NEC yeah, National. No, N- yeah. NIA National Indoor Arena, NEC, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, MEN is Manchester Evening News Arena, so it's like the local newspaper. So at least it's a newspaper. It's all the Evans, uh, the MEN. Yeah, yeah. Because newspapers be have so much country. money to be flinging around on. Because it used to be. Didn't it used to be the, ni- the 9X Arena? I don't give a many- fuck. Anyway, that that aside, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, they're coming to the coming to the MEN in Manchester. Who is? So I was like, cool. Oh, this is uh, Depeche. Depeche. This whole Mode. thing took so long. I even forgot. Who you I said. know. Yeah. And then uh, Duke saying so about sponsor. Anyway, Depeche Mode are coming. Yeah. So I was like, cool. Want to go and see him again? That'd be great. So I talked to my good lady wife, my wife, and. Reach out, touch space. And my wife isn't really a Depeche Mode fan, it's fair to say. But what the heck? Why did, not? Boo. I, I know, exactly. But she did agree reluctantly that she would come with me to go and watch it. She better so, I sent, yeah, so I sent an email back to SLH saying, you know, thanks for the tip-off. I've, I've eventually managed to convince my wife to go with me. So, yeah, I'll definitely be going. Cool, that is, and all that stuff. So then she sent one back and said, well, you could have come with us if you liked, if your wife isn't really, you know not that bothered or whatever, but, you know. So I'm going to go to this concert with some woman I met on the internet. I know. So so I said, cool. <laughs> so I sent her one back saying, okay, then. <laughs> if that's a real offer and you don't think your friends would buy them, I'd much rather go with somebody who wants to actually watch them and go with my wife who doesn't really want to watch them. So I'm going with SLH to watch Depeche Mode and her two of her friends. Awesome. So that'll be cool. I know. So that's in November. So she very kindly bought the tickets. I've sent her a check in the post and etc. Boy, oh, yeah, 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 No, it won't do that. Why are you making yeah. that noise? I know, yeah, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> no reason. Boy, <laughs> So, shout out to SLH for very kindly allowing me to tag hey, along SLH, with her. Shout out. Hey! But I've met her before, so it's not like we're completely Yeah, I've strange. met Ethel H. Yeah, she's she's lovely, so it's very kind I've of met her. Met her in real life. In real life and, and everything. We, we've seen her. Yeah, sweet. So who's the opening act? I have no idea. Last time... It's the we warm-up. Went, it was, yeah, it was some band I'd never heard of. It was just some random... No, no, no. It's just me doing that for five minutes. <laughs> Is that your impression of Depeche Mode? <laughs> but do you know what? It made me realise, talking of music, it made me realise how cool is the internet? Pretty yes. good. Serious. Very cool. I think, I think oh. it's doing well, the internet. I think it's really it's doing, doing bloody well. well I, I can't wait to see what happens once we get that electronic mail I've heard about. That'll be cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah electronic mail. That, that's the future, that is. Actually, that reminds talking me. talking real time over the web. <laughs> That reminds me of something else I need to mention. But anyway, the joke is we're doing that now. Get it? Ah! Yeah, exactly. Uh, school Duggar 
School Duguru, uh, sent me a link to an album called Delusions of Grandeur uh, by a DJ called Scott Hardkiss. Have you heard of this, Duke? I, I haven't heard I... of him. Uh, but I was mightily well, impressed. Me? Oh, I haven't heard of it. <laughs> because you don't listen to that hippity hop electronic thing. Anyway, anyway, is uh, from what I can gather, he's a, a DJ from San Francisco. Uh, so, all in that sort of San Francisco house scene I in the early nineties. Gaming podcasts. Shut <laughs> up. Anyway, so I was like, so I went to look on Amazon, but, right? Well, but, the album album on Amazon, right, in America is is sixty dollars, right? Because it's very rare. Yeah, it's very rare. Apparently, put another really hour on that. Chad Warden will get it. Oh yeah, six hundred dollars. Anyway, sixty dollars. Uh, so I was like, oh, I can't do that. Looked on the UK, Amazon, not... dollars There you go, $600. Uh, not a single copy to be found, really. So I was like, oh, that's a bit bad. Because obviously I haven't listened to it at this point. So I was like, oh, it'd be cool to listen to it. So I Googled it, first of all, and found a podcast that had just, you know, done the whole album as a podcast. By, but, I was like, but only disc one. So it wasn't, sorry, not the whole album, but only this one. So I was like, oh. So I listened, I was like, this is really cool. It's very reminiscent of Future Sound of London. Oh, uh, yeah, what era of Future Sound of London? Because they were sort of the same all around. No, sort of life forms time, you oh, know, like cool. early stuff. So it's really sort of or ambient. Sort I don't of give a shit about this either. Cool. So anyway, right, so I was like, oh, so My interest is that. waning, to be honest. Go ahead. So let's, anyway, I'll finish off. Anyway, yes. so I thought, I'll go and look on SoundCloud. And guess what? The whole album, someone's uploaded it on SoundCloud, so I've got it it's there. Legal. It's legal. The artist any money? No, I didn't give the artist any money, but it's on there. And to be honest with you, it's one of those weird albums that you can't really buy anyway. Unless, unless you get sixty dollars. Unless you got sixty dollars and you want you buy it second hand. Um, but it's very cool. I can definitely have a look on SoundCloud for a Duke if you use it. Uh, very cool. Delusions of Grandeur. It's called by Scott Hardkiss. Grandeur. It goes like it's this. Very. Very there good. are the songs up. on the album. Is it like that? Sort of like that. But gaming-related stuff. My uh, God for that. I know, yeah. Skullduggar has sent me another link, which is just brilliant, right? And basically, you know the Oculus Rift? This yeah. new virtual reality headset jobby. Now, when this was first announced, do you remember me mentioning how cool it would be for people who were bedridden or couldn't get out of their houses and stuff and they'd be able to visit places they'd never been to before? Yeah, I remember something about that. Uh, I, I said that. I remember, that. I remember saying that. Anyway, there's someone's filmed their grandma on YouTube with it on her head, right? And they've got a, a computer representation of Tuscany for ah. her to have a look at. And she is, I mean, look, right, she's 90, right? But I'm not kidding you. She's nearly having an orgasm. Just Come saying. On. Okay, thank you, because I <laughs> wanted to think about a 90-year-old woman having an orgasm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but... She, honestly... Being she, ageist or nothing, but... I am. She, she gets <laughs> very excited. All I'm saying it. is, I'm a busy man, and when it comes to that sort of imagery... Ain't nobody got time for that! What, does she, what, what are they showing her? That's so, basically, they've, she's got it on her head, that? and... I don't know what that is. Tuscany is in a town in Italy. That's a place. Yeah. So they've got it. So they've got it. So they're she's moving Italian? her around. No, uh-huh. she's an American. But she wants but she's, to see Italy. You see. But she's like saying, like, if I told my friends, they just wouldn't believe me if I described what I'm seeing. They just wouldn't believe yeah, it. And she's like, we too, didn't they, Grandma? I think this is a trouble. No, I, I actually. No, I'm, I'm not saying that this is like the we. I'm just saying her friends don't need to be giving her shit. 
because they probably were skeptical about the Wii, and now they're playing Wii bowling every week. Right, Grandma? But if, but, but if they, if they want to promote this, to me, this is like the best way to do it. Cause you want Grandma and show her Tuscany with... Yeah, real people. But you, he shows on his computer screen what she's actually seeing through each lens, so you can see what she's Tuscany looking at. Tuscany and Tuscany. Yeah, but, they, but like for instance, they walk her up to her house, and she's like, I can look through the window and can see the fireplace and everything. It's just like, I can almost like feel like I could reach out and touch the window. Well, you know what, door. Grandma? I feel like that every day. You know why? Because <laughs> you really can't. So touch she can window. reach out and touch me. Yeah. Ah, I see what you did there. Uh, but it, it is kind of an interesting because if you wanted to get someone who's not biased at all, that's the sort of person you need, isn't it? Just get someone sticking on the red. Ninety-year-old. So can you imagine Duke oh, no, though, in Skyrim? Ninety-year-olds. You'd be loving a bit of that, wouldn't you, Duke in Skyrim? Uh, Come on, you know maybe. you would. You know you would. I, I'm you not going to say yes or no until I give it a try. So I'll tell you what. Hey, people who are making this thing, give me one, and I'll let you know what I think. <laughs> you can actually... Uh, give me you can actually, one. You can pick up the dev kit one. No, never mind that. I want it to run on Skyrim. Fuck. It's about, dev kit it's, one. it's about two or three hundred dollars. What I think the hell are you talking about? I ain't got that kind of money. I do not wipe my ass with six hundred dollars. I'm with IPT here. I think this is better than the sort of new consoles we're going to be getting. I'm up for this, man. I want this. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll try to subdue my skepticism because I've tried to keep an open mind, but I tend to be a naturally cynical person. You? Open mind? Are you hey, sure? I try to have an open mind. I'm not always successful, but that's the uh, that's the attempt. Just, just asking, you know. Just yeah. asking. Um. Talking of asking you, what have you been up to then? Come on then, talking game. I actually what have bought you a new game and I've been playing it, so what? 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 A I real know. game? It's surprising. It's crazy. I finished Bioshock Infinite before either of you, so I don't want to hear it. Anyway, we had our Team Fortress 2 playdate. That was a lot of fun. Thanks to everybody who showed up. Uh, two people. Verbal Rob and Ian W99. I don't know why more people didn't show up. I gave them so much advance notice. I know. I'd forgotten what game it was until I've just come online. It's like 10 minutes before it started. I put something on the forums. I didn't put it on the main website. I'm sorry. It was a crazy weekend. I didn't feel well um, on Saturday. And someone pointed out you put 10 p.m. start in the UK as well, which was potentially wrong. Did I really? You did. Oh, jeez. See, I wasn't someone, right. Lately, someone I mean, said, it's not right. show, I'm just so out of it that like on Saturday, I'm just like, Ugh. And then Sunday, I'm not much better. And I had to design all the advertising for our bike ride for East Timor on Sunday, so I didn't have any time to grade papers. Bah! Now, talking of forums, we need to talk about I'll this a little get bit. to it! Just, just saying it. We want to I get... Know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, this is a them? burning issue. I'm, I'm an ancient man. I still visit forums on a computer, which is weird. I don't have a tablet, but everyone's waiting for tablets. <laughs> Tap a talk, man. Tap a talk. Whatever. I'll get to it at some point. However, do you want me to do that? Do you want me to play games? So I can oh, shit up. And... Do you want me to have something to offer? See, I'm sacrificing my time. I don't play <laughs> games because I you... like games. I play them because I need to have something to offer the show. You don't want to hear <laughs> what have you me got? belly aching about having nothing to offer, right? Well, what have you got to offer then? Come on. Scribble Knots Unlimited. Uh... It was on offer on Steam this week. So I said, what the hey? And I bought it. And you know, as soon as I have a new game, I'm right there. I'm not going to let a game just sit in my Steam inventory. 
See, the funny thing is about that, everyone, is that Stu bought me a game and I still haven't played it. I do. Can, can you two take too. screenshots of your Steam library? You can. Dude, I put them uh, on Steam all the time. You haven't been watching all the Skyrim screenshots I've been posting? No, you mean what we've got in our yeah, just, no, you should, I, I want to see a screenshot of your library so I can read them all out and shame you all. PC gaming is great. You never even fucking play them. I've got 60-odd in my Well, most of the ones that are installed, I've played. Yeah. And the other ones I, I haven't was... installed, like, some of them, like, Sin, I'm not going to play that anymore. Amnesia, I played that for two hours. I play most of the games that I have. Now, I do have a bunch that I haven't played, but I've played them before. So I have Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. I have um, Rainbow Six Vegas 2, but I've played those on the Xbox and PS2 and stuff, so. And I've got stuff like um, Company of Heroes, Company of Heroes, new Steam version, Company of Heroes Opposing Fronts. Like, so I got, you know, on the Humble Bundles. So anyway, so lost. Scribblenauts Unlimited. First of all, yeah. like with, well, this other game, it shouldn't be called Scribblenauts Unlimited because it's not unlimited. It is pretty significantly limited. Now, even if we put aside the vulgar stuff, okay, I don't expect them to have Rim Job or whatever. But oh there's a lot of other stuff they don't have either. So, for instance, there's a pig that, you, for those who don't know, this game, you type in a word and that thing appears. And it's pretty remarkable because there's a lot of stuff that I did. And I'll get to the stuff I was able to do later. But I was, I, I you know, your first time playing it, you're, the, the game becomes, let's see if I can stump it. And I did quite a few times. Uh, so there's this pig that's dirty, and you need to give the farmer something to clean his pig. So I type in Brillo Pad, and, and it says, do you mean bubbles? And I'm like, no, I don't mean bubbles. And then I realized, now, okay, it's a brand name, Brillo. It is. Okay, yeah, so then no I typed in Scouring Pad, and it said, do you mean ice cream scoop? And I'm like, no, I don't mean scoop. I mean Scouring Pad. So I was like, all right, I'll try to be more specific. Steel wool. And it goes... Try something else for scrubbing the pig. I was like, D you don't tell me what to try. I tell you what you use. I want to watch a farmer scrub a pig with steel wool. Apparently not. How many farmers do you think? <laughs> That's not the point, Stuart. With if steel wool. Right. Farmer, Can I interject? I'm going to bring, pig. Gonna bring my distant cousin on. Um, he's got a bit of farming experience. Here we go. <laughs> Hello there, all right, uh, just to let you know, right, hey, that... cousin, what would you yeah, use to yeah. a pig? Well, there's <laughs> lots of things you can use. You can use a Brillo pad. Hey, that's what I tried to use. You could also <laughs> use, like, foil and stuff, but it doesn't <laughs> really matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, to be honest, as long as you don't <laughs> shag it. <laughs> now, have you ever done that? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate having you on. Very kind. Um, when there was a, 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 a seed I needed to nurture in order to help it grow, I typed in plutonium. And it said, try using something else to water the seed. So over and over, I'm like, come on, man. I mean, again, like, I understand that brand names aren't in there. I understand vulgar stuff's not in there. But if I type in plutonium, it should bring me some plutonium. Why not? But do you water plants with plutonium? That's not the that's yeah, story. But if that's you did, it point. should be like like this grotesque <laughs> mutant thing. Yeah, exactly. I guess. Because I'll tell you this: at one point, I don't know what I was thinking, but I typed in monster, 
And a monster appeared, and he chased me and killed me, which was perfect. That was exactly what I should have expected to have. I don't know why I didn't expect it to attack me, but I thought it would go attack the thing I was trying to deal with. But it didn't. But that's fine. So that was great. Like, okay. Also, there was one point where there was a uh, a book, and it was like, this book has no ending. How will we finish it? So I typed in epilogue. And it was like, did you mean epidermis? And I'm like, no, I meant epidermis. What the hell is wrong with you? So even in like a dictionary, it doesn't have all the stuff in that. Even though that would be perfect. End of a book, you put an epilogue. So then I typed in deus ex machina. And I was like, okay, because that's this term from Greek uh, tragedy where you'd have God out of the machine or whatever. And it didn't – did you mean uh, – I don't remember what it suggested, but I was like, come on, really? Do you know, really? one of the worst combinations, quite possibly, would be scribble notes in an English teacher, exactly. isn't it? That's exactly. Just... And it's yeah. funny, though, because whenever it suggests something, it lists all these words that are close to it. And I start thinking, like, oh, I should try all these other words. But they're not appropriate to that situation, or I don't think they would interact with it very well. Thank you for bringing me the mail, Duchess. You're welcome, big burrito guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. So anyway, I mean, uh, but it does have a lot of cool stuff that, for instance, at one point, I killed a clown with a drill. Nice. So there's that. At one point, a guy was trying to operate on some patients in a hospital, and he said, I need an implement to operate with. And I typed in, Rusty Spoon, and it showed up. And it was like, you win. I was like, yes, it worked. Oh, God. When this other guy had a toothache, I typed in pliers, and it worked. He was like, ah! Have you f- tried the, what? Have you tried key- keyboard cat yet? That works. Uh, I did not try keyboard cat. Um, yeah. And I made – it's got – what? I, oh, yeah, it's got mechs. So uh, Greg DeLacy should play it because at one point you actually have to build a mech. So it's like type in the first ingredient for the mech. And I, I think I went – I tried like – shoelaces or something i was like trying the most ridiculous things and eventually you have to find something that will i think give it firepower so i think i typed in squirt gun or something and that worked but the, the most surprising part was uh, i don't remember why i typed this in but i needed to ch- get something for someone and i typed in colostomy bag oh, and man. it's in the game you can actually summon a colostomy bag which i thought was a little <laughs> surprising so it's it's very fun. You know what, though? Here's the thing. I would suggest that they – first of all, they should not have made this game for kids because that's, that's weird. I mean it's, it's great. It's not horrible that they made it for kids, but I think they should make a version that's not for kids. But whatever. The real thing I think that's the problem with it is that it's a game. I think they should have made it a sandbox where all you do is like combine different things together. But instead – so far, at least, it's all just like, here's this one situation, bring me something to deal with this one situation. And it's clear that for most of those situations, you don't have a whole lot of options. So with the seed growing, what can you do? I, I tried, like, tears of poor children and, like, all this stuff, and like none of those work. So eventually I had to go with rain, and then a rain cloud appeared, and it rained, and then a thing grew. So... It's kind of unfortunate how limited it, – again, it's limited, which they shouldn't call it unlimited. I think to a certain extent, though, those early things like growing a seed are just to give you the basic mechanics yeah, of what I hope so. to do. So you're not meant to come up with crazy stuff to do those because it's all about, you know, this is the simple stuff just to get you into the game, you know, and understand that. Yeah, so it should be called 
Scribble notes nearly unlimited. <laughs> well, exactly. Scribble notes eventually. Yeah. Um, but whatever, it's fun, and I'm glad I got it. Uh, there was also another game that was on offer, like Galactic Civilizations 2, which it was only five bucks, and I-, I like turn-based strategy, so I bought it. I haven't installed it yet. I'll give it a try at some point. And I downloaded the demo for Tropico 3 because. When I saw the Galactic Civilizations thing, I was like, oh, yeah, strategy games, cool. And then I was like, Tropico, that's supposed to be popular. So I, I found out that Tropico 3 has a demo, and I don't know if 4 would work on my machine because it's pretty recent, but I downloaded the demo for Tropico 3. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see. So anyway, and then lots of Skyrim. Yeah. Skyrim. I mean, to hear me talk about that. By the way, I think uh, Virgin have sorted out their issues with Valve because it's working again now. Quite Ooh, is Xbox far. 360 working? Because we had a major outage, apparently. Yeah, yeah well, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk about you that. Know, it's funny. I didn't even know it was going on until I saw it on Reddit. I'm like, oh, yeah? I haven't turned my Xbox on in days. Same. Same. But it didn't. From what I could gather, it didn't affect... It, it would allow you to sign in, but certain stuff just didn't work. So yeah. you couldn't sort of sign into Last FM, and you couldn't. It's sign like when into the PS3 had problems. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know. That shows you how often I use my PS3, my PS3 triple. Well, it's a good job we're PS3. going always online now, eh? Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, exactly. we're going to come to that. Yeah, we're just going to we're going to talk. Hang about on, shit. We're going to get to all that. Well, to be honest with you, we've pretty much talked about it now anyway. We said all there is to say, really. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot more to say, but yeah, it doesn't bode well to this supposed always online. Although I need to thank Amoruso for this. That's a guy doing all the different parts for the Final Fantasy VII battle theme. It's pretty remarkable how well synced it is and stuff. So, thanks, Amoruso. There you go. That's kind of cool. We're liking that. Yeah. So it is a bit of a bit of a thing. But you know, I've been thinking about this because everyone's twittering on about sort of oh, always online, and the dude's been sacked now, hasn't he? Or he's left, or he's resigned, yeah. no, or whatever. I, I which... think a, another golden handshake was in order. Yeah, he's obviously he's resigned. Officially but, resigned. So, but he's been yeah. gone. Look, you need to go. We'll give yeah. you some money. Bye-bye. This Whatever. is going to be very easy for you. Yeah. And I think, but I think that's sort of, in a way, he put it in the wrong way. I mean, I don't think people were pissed off at the fact that he'd sort of, you know, what he what he was saying, that it could be always online. They, was, they were peed off at the fact that, you know, the way he was saying it, you know, and that he was sort of being quiet. Deal with it. Anytime somebody actually yeah. says deal with it in a way that is intended to not be like, I'm referencing something on the internet. No, you actually mean that? You're a turd. And but to be honest, right, I would have said if I really had to guess, the amount of people who have an Xbox 360 and are not online now would probably be only about what well, it'd be in a minimal percentage, wouldn't it, of the of the whole gaming population? Doesn't matter. It should work just as well for people who aren't. You met that dude who hadn't updated his PS3 because he's an old man and he doesn't know about it. No, I get that, and I'm not saying that's not true, but what I'm saying is we're, everyone's getting on the high horse about it. I think I'm sort of with more of the viewpoint that it would be potentially an issue if you were in the middle of a game and you suddenly disconnected because your internet went off and then you lost your save There's file a lot of or whatever. reasons why it's dumb to make it always on. Just we're not there, there yet. We're just not there yet. Another 10, 15 years maybe, but we're not there yet. No, but okay. Let me ask you this: How often is your Xbox 360 not online? Why does that matter? But well, I'm just asking the question because my 360 is always online. 
because I would suggest every single person who listens to this show and everybody we know because they're all huge video Xbox game nerds. Yeah, but no. sometimes like I'm playing my Xbox and it'll just disconnect for no reason. Yeah, it does do that, but it carries on playing though, doesn't it? Apparently, like, after yeah, but after three minutes you you locked out. So if and then you realize Tara's turned it off by accident. And you're like, oh what? Yeah. Uh, I agree. I think that's more of an issue than the fact that, you know, I think it's difficult to use the argument that there's some people haven't got the internet. I think it's more of an issue. I never issue said some people internet. don't have the internet. I said some people don't have stable internet connections that allow them to be online all the time and that it shouldn't be required because, in addition, as I've said, soldiers serving overseas have a much harder time finding a stable internet connection. Yeah, I mean, that I agree with, you know, and. They they sort of probably don't like it that you know that the you know there be potentially loads of them going online at the same time using their internet in far flung countries. Yeah, you have internet in Kandahar, and st- I mean, and it shouldn't have to be. That's the other thing. It shouldn't even have to be like if there's certain features. Like okay, yeah, they're not going to play Call of Duty multiplayer in Kandahar. I think they probably accept that, but they could play Madden with their buddies in the same room. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you. But I do feel like it's been blown out of proportion a little bit. Uh, that's because you have a stable internet connection. Not always. Well, then you should Not be always. complaining more. Like, oh, I remember. you ought to be complaining more. I guess. I remember being mightily peed off with um, the PS3 when that was me, off you, got, you got so mad you made a song about it. I did. <laughs> so because it was sad. Was it Heavy Rain? I think it might have been Heavy Rain I couldn't play for some reason. No, it was... Um, well, that was a blessing, if that happened. <laughs> no, it was uh, Yakuza. That's right. The uh, song said, I can't play Yakuza or God of War. Yeah, you're right, it was. So it does happen, it does happen. I don't have that but, song on this computer. But in a way, in a way, that already happens on the PS3. We don't see people whinging about that all the time, because that did happen. But that well, was For some reason, because... I do have this song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but that was more because PSN PSN was offline more than anything else Uh, so is that it for you for games this week? that's it for me for games for this week okay well I I have finished Crisis 3 (gasps) oh I know another game in the bag good and dusty in the bag honestly my opinion didn't change a whole lot what I said last week it it's all right. It's all right. It's not it's not a terrible game. Meh. Meh. But it's not amazing either. It's just a game. You know what I mean? It's a video game. Yeah, it's really hard to describe. Really, it's just sort of a game, I and mean, it's all about the. It's not hard to describe. It's just like every other first-person shooter. Yeah, it's all about With the a couple of the bells and whistles. And the but the story and the actual. I mean, even the last... It was a bit weird towards the end that you did. Ha- I did have to use my gun a lot more, so I did have to start using my gun. So I started... I just changed my style of play just because I got a bit bored of all the stealthing around, so I just started using my armor and sort of using the gun instead. You know, take the aliens, you sort of had to. And I also uh, tried to get through some of the areas without attacking anyone because it was easier than faffing around attacking stuff. So I just didn't bother. I just sort of sneaked through areas so I didn't have to fight anybody. Um, but it gave, it, gave, it gives you vehicles towards the end, which I was a bit unexpected. I wasn't expecting those to appear. But uh, you get a sort of, you know, like dune buggy type vehicles with gun- mounted guns on. Um, because it's, it's weird. The last bit was a bit weird because there was three objectives and it was the same objective, but in three different areas that you had to go and That's do. That's like the end of two. 
Is that exactly what happens in that? Well, in the end of two, Are you sure you're playing Crisis 3, Stu? Maybe you're playing <laughs> I definitely 2 by was. accident. Um, in the end of 2, you have to do 3... It's like a big open map. And you have to yep. get 3... It's like these weird tower things, and you have to shoot them. How weird is that? Slightly different, but similar at the same time. It's almost the same thing. Um, I guess it's a bit of a spoiler, though, but... Ah, I don't know who cares? Look, but basically, yeah, you, you have to... Dis- Warning! Warning! You have to disable three uh, sort of defense towers. Right. So that's what you do. So you have to get to the the controls and turn them off, sort of thing. Do you and have then... to at some point get to like a flying device, like a chopper? Yes. Or and is there like a guy yelling at you? Get to you the might. chopper. Maybe, but actually, you know, that's really crazy. But it's sort of true. You have to do that as well. So, so there's a couple of a couple of views, and then the final. Boss fight was a bit. It was. It was. I don't know. It was. It was very rudimentary. It was just sort of a very classic boss fight. Basically, you have to hit three things on a thing to finish it, and that was it, really. There was, and then it was just the end. And I was just like, huh? Is that it? Sounds pretty Doesn't dull. It was, so it was okay, though. I mean, I got to the end of it at least. That says something. Let me ask you this. Did, were you, like, in the mood for a first-person shooter? Or were you just sort of like, eh, I'll give this a try. Why not? I was. I, I kind of was looking forward to playing it, but it's just, there's, it's a bit, like I said last week, and I, I stand by, it's a bit empty. It's just all bells and whistles and no substance. Yeah. You know, and that was it. I can't really say a lot more than that. You know, it, was, it is what it is. Um, I played Motocross Madness oh, on, the, on the, Christ. the demo front on the Xbox. I kind of like that. I thought that was kind of... Was it of, Madness? It was Madness. You're playing this game. This Our game. house. Madness. Uh, they've done... That, that's Madness, right? It is in de- indeed Hey, madness. I got that song um, reference right. You did. What they've done a really good job of with this is the animations for your avatars, because it's your avatars riding the motorcycles. And they've done a really good job of, of sort oh, of animating. It? Oh, avatars. it's like a, it's yeah. like a joyride, but with bikes. It is. It is just like that. Mm. Uh, but it's all crazy motocross stuff, crazy race courses. You can do silly tricks and stuff. It's a lot like, what was that uh, game that, that by the British developer with the quad bike? F1. Pure. No, is it is it pure? Yeah, pure. That's what I was thinking of. It's like that, but with just motocross cycles. Okay. Doing crazy stunts, crazy races, and crazy stuff. And then they've got these sort they have of like power ups and like Mario Kart. Yeah, that sort of thing. And there's also like, as weirdly is, weirdly it's got like an open world variation of the maps as well, where you just have to go and just amass points as many as you can get. This isn't the same people that made Joyride, is it? I have no idea. Not that I'm aware of, but it's, I think it's pretty good. I was kind of impressed with it. More impressed than I thought it was going to be. I thought, yeah, it'd be all right. Hey. But it was actually pretty good. Pretty good. Lots of sort of new bikes to upgrade to and tons and tons of tracks. So, yeah, kind of liked it. Kind of impressed with that. Yeah. Uh, I've also played, whilst I've still got a bit of PlayStation Plus uh, left, yeah. um, ok- Okami HD. Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. the, Akami. Talking about that Wii. Paint and shit game, right? Yeah, Akami HD. It's, well, okay. It's my kind of game. Yeah, it's, it's full it's, of, like, like arty-farty painting things, it's, making it's it very colourful. Arty. You know, 
Like, look at the world, wow! That kind of thing. It is very nice to look at. Great art style, really nice animations. Uh, The wolf that you play, just... Nambi, fanning around. Loads. But... Sorry, hang on a second, Stu. I hate to interrupt. No, I don't. But, Chinny, I know that you and Stu have very different ideas about what makes a good video game. But I'm just curious to know if that kind of approach also surfaces when Tara wants to watch a movie you're not interested in. If she says, like, let's watch The Artist, do you go, ah, it's artsy bullshit, I don't care about that? Uh, not really, no. Okay. But if, if it's if it's um, if it's um like a love story, it's got Ryan Gosling in or Bradley Cooper, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> Namby Pamby fanning around, nothing's going on. So sometimes, yeah. Oh, by the way, talking of films, I watched Chasing Amy. This oh, I had to, oh god, that movie sucks. It did. Do you know? I I heard that this was brilliant. I thought oh, Kevin Smith meant to be awesome. I was just like, is that is that it? Kevin Smith made Clerks, which is awesome. Made Mallrats, which sucks. Chasing Amy, which sucks. And then he came back to his senses with Dogma. Some of the diets, man. Some of the dialogue was all right. Yeah, they had its moments, but mostly it was like, I'm not comfortable with my girlfriend having had sex before she met me. Yeah, it just sort of went on a bit. Yeah, that is a whole movie. It's about a lesbian relationship, but she's not actually a lesbian, but she totally loves the straight guy even though he hates her. Like, what? Why is she even interested in him? It's Ben Affleck. Ugh. Ben Affleck (laughs) is an awful, awful actor. He was good in the town. And I like oh, I've not seen say that. what you will. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, no, I like Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, Goodwill Hunting. He's good he's playing like a, a working class guy dick. from Boston. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's basically just playing a dick from Boston. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's, yeah. He's class. Um, he's the best role smoking also. aces. That was his best role. <laughs> I never saw that. Is that good? Yeah, because, he, yeah. Yeah, just watching. Who else is <laughs> in that? I know I've heard of it. Um, Common, isn't it? At least oh, he's uh, in that's it. That's it, I'm in. Common? Shit, yeah. Uh, uh, Ray Liotta is in it. Oh, he's Matthew, cool. Matthew Fox is in it. Pretty good. All right, I'll check it out. Um, so the town's on Love Film. Should I watch that then? Yeah, it's worth good? watching. I, I liked it. I thought it was a good movie. I mean, it's nothing too amazing. It's pretty predictable, but whatever. It's good. It's well done. We've talked about more more about movies this show. I know, right? Okay, I'm sorry. I, I know, yeah. Stu talking about his artsy fartsy Okami, whatever. So go ahead. Yeah, Okami. So yes, yeah, so. Okay, here's the thing. So, and, oh, I'll give this a go. It looks cool. So I love the look of it. I love the art style. Oh. And the actual the actual gameplay is pretty good as well. Tell me you and Chinny agree on a game. When you eventually get to the gameplay. Right, because no word of a lie, right? I started the game up 18 minutes before I actually took control Whoa. of the wolf. 18 Whoa. minutes. Nearly half an hour, right? Uh, that kicks Max Payne 3. Up its <laughs> all, all reading... All oh, reading, oh, all God, there's no chance of playing this. Oh, it's Japanese, all right. Oh, yes, it's pretty Japanese. Uh, it's definitely about <laughs> as Japanese as it gets. Uh, but once we finally did get into the game, it was actually very cool. But, God in heaven, 18 minutes, man, that is a long time to read stuff in a game. Yeah. When you're not get- And to be honest with you, it loves itself a lot, right? And it goes into a lot of detail as to why you're playing the game and the fact that this uh, white wolf... 
defeated a dragon with one of the villagers that was attacking the village and he had all these different heads and he had this huge battle so it does it gives a great sort of background to the game and why you and then obviously it comes to one of the dopey people go and try and steal the sword that they killed the dragon with when he pulls the sword out it releases a dragon again or whatever and then you have to and then you get resurrected by the tree spirits to fight it again sort of thing and that's basically the game that's what your objective is by the tree spirits resurrected by the tree spirits yeah that sounds great Uh, but it's basically right to put into perspective it's basically zelda not made by nintendo right with a wolf instead of link uh, but everything else is very similar. You're picking up stuff. You're smashing pots. You have to, to paint the wall, right? Point. You have to paint the. Yeah, well, there's very there's various different ways you can use your brush. So you basically have a brush that has different powers. Um, you have to basically acquire all the different powers, and each power you acquire allows you to get further in the levels. So it's a lot like Zelda in that respect, but it's a brush instead of whatever it might be that you've got in Zelda, a flute or whatever. Um, and basically, you have to fill in the star uh, constellations, which releases the gods and stuff. And then when you release the gods, they then give you an additional power for your brush. Uh, so, for instance, there was one like there was like a star river, but it wasn't fully in. So you had to sort of go into brush mode and then paint the you river in. Mode. And then when you're... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, into brush mode. And then when you come out of it, you can then cross the river, you see. So it's stuff like that. Uh, but very cool done. I like the way the combat works. Combat's very nicely done. So again, you get a slash move with your brush in combat. So what you basically do, you sort of have normal fighting like you would. And then you can do a finishing move by sort of going into brush mode and then doing a, like a, a horizontal line across an enemy. And then when you, when you go back into normal mode, they sort of fall in half and die. So, you know, I'm writing in Kana- uh, was it Kojima. Is it Kojima when he was doing? Uh, yeah, yeah. When he was doing Metal Metal Gear Rising Revengers, he'd been playing this game first. You see, I reckon that's where he got his ideas from. Probably. Yeah. Cut, cut, cut. Uh, by the way, talking of that, I watched a, an old E3 uh, video. I was looking through old E3 stuff today, and I came across the original gameplay demo for oh, Metal yeah, Gear Rising. Oh yeah, up the melons and stuff. No, slicing up real people. Like, because in the game they're all like androids, so you don't really have. Ah. But in the original demo they showed, it was real, and they were tossing up in the air and then slicing them off. And remember, because this was a big announcement for Xbox. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. And they showed them slicing um, like uh, pillars and stuff. So, and, Metal Gear like, on the Xbox. Oh my god. There's none of that in the game. None of that stuff was in the actual finished game. Yeah, that's probably right. They just went, Platinum, you do it, because we can't do it. Yeah. They went, no, no, the, the actual character model was exactly the same, yeah. so it was it was identical. Uh, but the sort of normal, killing normal people, which was a bit distasteful when I watched it, compared to doing androids, because androids aren't as bad. I know they're sort of people-based, but it's not like just people. You know but what I mean? Dream of electric sheep. And also, it didn't work exactly. As a Phil the, K. Dick the... story that made him into Blade Runner. <laughs> in the demo, the they showed it. It was, it was literally going into a slow-mo mode and then slicing the head off and their arms off and the legs off. In the game, each bit, when you have to wear them down enough so those bits are highlighted that you can then slice up. But in the in the demo they showed from three years ago, whatever it were like that, it was just like, ooh, slice people up. Oh, so, yeah, it did change. Game. 
did change slightly. Uh, so yeah, go back. Akami HD. It's it's worth a look, but there's a lot to plow through to get to the actual game, and in between bits in the game, there are quite long cutscenes as well, and sort of lots lots to read. It's like reading a book with a game. Brilliant. It is kind of like that. Uh, final thing I've been playing this week is Dead Space Three. Oh yeah, yeah, which arrived, and I'm about did six you, hours did you rent in. Rent this game. It came, yeah, it came via Love Film, and DMC has also come. Oh, yeah. So I've also got that, but I haven't even looked at that yet. So, Dead Space 3, my wife was out on Saturday evening. Uh-huh. So I basically played about six hours straight of oh, it. Oh, my God, Stu. I know, I know. It's and Billy's there the whole time. I'm hungry, Daddy. Shut up, leave me alone. No, Millie was away at guide camp, so that was fine. I was home alone, uh, so I didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. I had the volume cranked up and the lights off. You, when, look, your wife came out, was like, holy shit! Like that, because you were scared to death. No, <laughs> no. Uh, That's Kate, scary from what I hear. No, but Kate did nearly give me a heart attack the other week when I was playing Bioshock Infinite, I think it was. on the. Oh, it's added out a Tomb Raider on the PC, and I had my surround sound headphones on. Well, did so, you know, just you tell you that your, your PC took a minute to boot up? No. But <gasps> Why I was taking so long? I was sat playing, like, and she sneaked... Well, she didn't sneak up, she was shouting, but obviously I couldn't hear her. And then, you know when you send someone's at the side of you? Yeah. But you haven't actually... And I sort of... You know when you tell her... And she was stood right next to me, right? And I nearly shit me pants. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing? And she's like, I shouted you three times. I'm like, well, I didn't hear you. This is my other world. Wait till I get the thing that makes me in virtual reality. Then you'll never have a conversation with me again. So what are you doing sneaking up on me? Anyway. So anyway, Dead Space 3. Yes, right. First of all, you know, I wasn't overly, you know, anticipating this game. I wasn't like, I'm not like excited or anything like that. So I was a bit like, not down. Well, I was a bit down on it, if I'm being honest. Uh, It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Is it scary? Actually, uh, a little bit in places. But do you know what I think, right? I think because I've played the... Well, I've played every iteration of this game on every platform that it's available on, you know, including the Wii version. And I think the problem is I'm sort of become desensitized to Dead Space now. So when they pull the tricks that they pulled in the past... I'm sort of ready for them because it's not unexpected anymore. Yeah. So when a you know a necromorph jumps out on you, you're like, oh, I've done that 50 times. Yeah. And interestingly, even though I've bought, I've obviously rented it, I haven't bought it, but I think because I've played Mass Effect all the way through, and I've also played what's the other thing that I've got? Oh, the original games. I got some additional items when I started you the game. Armor which, and like, like uh, yeah. costumes. I got N7 armor, which is which is nice. Got to say, very impressive with that. It gives you more slots and more health to begin with, so that was cool. And I also got um, the original uh, plasma cutter from the the other two games with the rock rock cracker or something. I think attachment on it. Oh, yeah. So it's like a super powerful one. And yeah, I've had that from the beginning, and that's unfortunately all i'm using so even though it's got all of this you can create your own weapons and i have created a few just having a mess around i did a, a ripper i made a ripper weapon because i hadn't found one so i made one of those myself with all the bits that's I a needed. bloody ripper and you, the one with the circular saw blade that you can fire out that's not a ripper that's a ripper 
But it's not as good because the other one, you could shoot them, couldn't you? So you could either whiz them out and go and cut stuff up or you could turn it the other way and shoot them out and stuff. I don't yeah. remember. But you can't. Yeah, you can't do that. It just I think you can probably if I find a rotator cuff attachment or create one, I'm guessing I can add it. So let me ask uh, you this, Stu. I hate to interrupt, but no, no. Uh, is there anything Dead Space could do, do you think, to revitalize the Enterprise? Well, it's a bit weird, really, because I've, I've reached the second disc because it came on two discs. Gotta say, right, it looks amazing. It's it's one of the best looking games I've seen on the 360 in a while. It does look absolutely awesome. The textures, the lighting, the particle effects, everything about it is beautiful. They've done such a cracking job of making it look great. Yeah. But to answer your question, I'm not sure because I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun with it, you know, and it's it's sort of but it's a bit weird, right? Because the first half of the game is like the original Dead Space game. Yeah. It takes it takes about four hours to get to the planet. You know, the planet bit, which was the demo. Yeah. Yeah. It takes about four hours to get to that point. Well, that's fine. I don't want that. That's a long way, and 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 prior to that, it's a lot like. And they've done some really cool stuff. Like there's there's a thing you have to do for the main missions, but there's like a ship where you can do a, like a side mission. But it isn't just like a go and collect a file. It actually took, to do the side mission, probably took about 40 minutes. A side mission that is an actual mission. It was an actual mission. I had to go and find this crazy dude who was holding himself up in a spaceship. And it was actually really coolly done. And he'd he'd rigged explosives in all the rooms that you had to go through. So he kept trapping you in the rooms and then unleashing necromorphs on you like a a horde mode almost. Uh, where you, and they would keep coming until you switch something off or solve the puzzle in your room. So you're trying to solve a puzzle while all these stuffs attacking you at the same time, and that was kind of put the pressure on. You know, you, you did you did feel like Christ Almighty, and then you're trying to shoot them and solve the puzzle at the same time. So it really did make it difficult. Uh, but it was good. It was a nice little side mission, and it, it ended kind of cool. And there was a nice sort of reward at the end of it. You got a load of supplies and stuff, and salvage to to help you make other stuff within your crafting so that was kind of cool but then they've also got these salvage bots which are a bit weird which do what which basically you've got two of them you, you sort of pick them up and then you have to aim i've no idea how this radar it's got a radar on it right when you aim it and then i'm guessing you meant to look for something where the most salvage is i don't know i haven't really figured it out then you put them down on the floor so you shoot but it, it doesn't shoot it just puts it down on the floor and this little box scurries off and then it then it's like seven minutes till it comes back to a workbench somewhere and seven minutes later when it appears so it back collects workbench, shit for you basically. it collects loads of shit for you yeah so you can send two off at a time so you just send them off and they collect shit for you and then it gives you obviously shit to make your stuff with basically it's good. I, I like it. It kind of works, but you need to get the really decent weapons. You need a lot of stuff. Hmm. And the fact I've got this sort of super duper plasma cutter gives me no gumption to get stuff because I'm just like, you know, that's all I'm really using. That was the same with Dead Space One. Though, like you only use like the, the main pistol thing. That was it. Yeah. That's all I'm using. That and, and obviously I've got a, I've made a pulse rifle just for the little things which mm. which are a pain in the ass. Uh, but they've they've increased the number of enemies. They've changed up the enemies. Oh, there's the human enemies now. Yeah, I don't like that very much. I, don't, no, I really don't. I'm not a big fan of that. Once I got to the planet, right, and the, the weirdest thing about the human enemies is, you see, 
it goes against everything you're learning when you're playing Dead Space. Because in Dead Space, right, it's all about using your plasma to just chop limbs off the necromorphs in it. Well, the limbs on the humans don't come off. What? So... So you're basically doing headshots with your plasma cutter, which just feels weird. And they're at a distance as well, because they're, they're, they're like proper human AI. They're, they're hiding behind barrels and stuff, and it's, it just feels a bit weird. It just doesn't feel right somehow. And there's nothing that feels worse, right? Because obviously, you know, you stomp on necromorphs to get stuff out of them, right? Well, the same thing applies to the human enemies, and it just feels weird stomping on human enemies to get... Four dollars! Yeah, rounds for your gun Ammo. or credits. Hell. Um, what they have but done, it's not I weird really to stomp like, like a weird monster corpse and <laughs> health yeah, come course, out of it. Yeah. I do that all the time. Uh, health right comes out. Of course they'd be carrying health. No, I don't think it's weird that health comes out, but it's weird stomping on a human. Yeah. You know, that's not like a necromorph. It's, no, it's fine well, stomping on just monsters. Because you're not used to it as well. Yeah, and making sure that they're dead. But you're doing headshots and stuff on human enemies is just a bit weird. It, it just feels weird. Not it dead does. space is, I think, what you're after. No, it's not dead space. And I know why they've done it, right? And, and actually, I kind of like the planet stuff, right? But here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Okay, there's quite a big portion of the game where you're floating around. There's like a mission where you have to go and get some salvage from space, right? Space. Let me ask you this. How cold? What's the temperature in space? Very, very. It's a vacuum. It's totally freezing. So how cold? Like in a minus degree centigrade. A million degrees centigrade minus. It'd be very, very, very cold. Yes. Extremely cold. Extraordinarily cold. Your suit is quite capable of coping with those very cold temperatures and boosting yourself around collecting salvage in deep space without any issues, right? I guess. No problem. You arrive on the ice planet in the suit you've just been using to blast around inside space with, right? which is very, very cold, as we've established. I'm not being funny, but these deserted spaceships won't have heating, I don't reckon. I don't reckon there's no heating going on in those. Uh, So it's very cold. Yet you arrive on an ice planet, and suddenly you're getting hypothermia in your suit. So suddenly, the first thing it does here... There's a hole in it. It's a game... No, well, the other thing is, right? He's got a working visor helmet thing, but we're on a planet. Let's have that up because we can breathe the oxygen here, but we don't need to keep our head warm, so it'll be fine. Be fine. So you've suddenly got right, and And it's a game thing that just clashes with something that's just happened. And basically... There's fires. I'll not say why there are fires, but there are fires all over. And you have well, I to reckon keep that's a up. spoiler. Yeah. You have to keep walking up to these fires to keep increasing your temperature back up to 37 degrees. Okay. But as soon as obviously you walk away from it, it suddenly starts dropping very rapidly. Temperatures, in, by the way, find... temperatures in space apparently vary from, it can be 115 degrees Celsius, which is 240 degrees Fahrenheit, to as low as minus 180 degrees Celsius. Which is minus 295 degrees. Well, put it put it this way. There was no sun shining on me in that space vacuum. So okay. I'm assuming it was very cold. Anyway, that being said, it's weird. It's just like weird. So, right. So it, it does it. So uh, it gives I just you... have to play this for Chinny because he looked hey, it up. Hey, headlights, his bookie was... Homer! Just took it, man. <laughs> so it, it does it purely, but it's a game thing. And this is what bugs me slightly because, right, it does all it that. It sounds and like more gets... than slightly. Then you have to go off on a mission to get a polar suit, you know, a special suit that can cope with the very cold temperatures. 
So you have to. Is do this like Looper? Mis- like you know, if you think about it too much, it's, it's just... it is a little bit like that. But you know, when something just irks you slightly, because I'm like, why am I suddenly getting cold? You know, so irks you slightly. You have to talk about it for 20 minutes. Yeah, it does get on my nerves a little bit. But overall, I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm looking forward to getting it finished. I'm liking it. So there you go. It's oh, it surprised me. the hell out of it. No, I've got some minor I'm issues with it. I don't like the it. I don't like the human stuff. I don't like the inconsistencies with your suit and stuff like that. Yeah, but I, overall, I, know, I know. I'm with you. But overall, the game, I like the story. I think the story's good. It's the usual. It gives a lot of, you know, the book I read about Dead Space, it gives a lot of that background within the game, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's good. It's good. It's, it's about worth markers playing. markers and shit. It's all, yeah, it's all about the markers. It's all I know about Dead Space. Like markers. The, the fact that you can create them or destroy them. Yeah, you at some point. It's all weird. Yeah, yeah. And it's some weird, you know, religious thing and, you know, all these Weird crazy shit people. is going on. That's pretty yeah. much what you need to know. But it's good. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, it's probably got a bit of an unfair drubbing, really. I kind of I liked it. So, Chini, over to you. What have you been up to? Dark Souls 2. Cool. How are you finding that? Not as good as one. No. Um, I'm not enjoying it as much. Uh, Darksiders 1, I thought was a bit long, but apart from that, I thought it was alright. I just, just getting bored of it. Like, just levels are not as good. Environments are not as interesting. Uh, puzzles, not as interesting. Combat, not as fun. The character, your main character, he plays Death. Yeah, yeah. He's, so he's a bit of a twat. So do you do you think it would have been good to have a bit of less is more? Maybe or just not at all. Like I really, <laughs> really don't. I'm I'm not liking the game to be honest. I just I just nothing about it is really attracting me to play. It's getting a bit of a chore. Um, right. Yeah, I just yeah I, just, I don't know because I, I, I like the first one. I, yeah, I remember it, had, it had its faults, you know, and I. I it's very similar to the first one, so I don't know if it's just like it, it feels like a rinse and repeat, but with a less interesting character, a less interesting combat style, and less interesting levels. Yeah, but like nothing really about it is like it's not an amazingly bad. It's not, it's not terrible, terrible. Like oh god, it's a disgusting game. It's unplayable. You know, it's all functional. It, the animations are poor. Like the voice acting is pretty good, and the music's good. But really, there's nothing else about it like that. Just draws me to it it's just a bit meh and ah no not liking it you, you see i know it's one of those games if i started it i would never finish it yeah you wouldn't and i don't think you would do either because it's just so long and i'm i'm playing it now and you, you well I, I played it today all right and there's a bit in it where it went okay you need to i don't know what the fuck's going on all right so it's i have to Get, I have to save humanity for some reason. I have to go to the Tree of Life. The Tree of Life's got all these portals. And then all of a sudden you go on this like mobile dragon, which is the whole world. So this mobile flying dragon is like the world part, you know, part, for part of the game. And then you have to put this boss on there. And I, I, you, have, you have to fight him, but to fight him you have to collect three horns and to fight the three, to get the three horns, you have to fight these like mini bosses, and then to oh god, it just goes on forever and ever. And you know, just forget it, just forget it, just get on with it. Um, it just feels dragged out, and, and death is boring. 
do you know what I think, though, to a certain extent? They just have this, like, game developers in general have this sort of thing that they have to give you more and more with every iteration of a game or give you longer or give you more stuff in it. The big plug feature for this game is the the, the loot. You know, that's that's the... uh, that's the added kind of feature creep, if you will. Yeah. And, you know, the loot doesn't really play into it. Like, you, you walk over something, if it's green, you pick it up, right? And... Sounds like a perfect system. Yeah, well, that's what Christopher Matthews says. Oh, it sounds like a great loot system. But, like, I was it's all, it's, it, seems, it seems like it's really involved. It seems like there's loads to do in it. And, but all you do is you, you, go, you walk over somewhere, it's green, you pick it up, and when you go to like a trades guy, you just sell all your shit that you're not got equipped. That's it. That's the loot system. That's like the big thing about the sequel. And I don't know, you know, it doesn't always have to be like, oh, what's the new features of the new sequel? But it just, I mean, the first one was good, good kind of foundations, but it, it, the sequel definitely needed to do something that made it stand out a little bit more. I don't know. It's just nothing about it, really. That's interesting. The levels are really boring. The, the, at least the first one, like, had really interesting levels. You still look like you was on Earth, and so those parts right. of it that was like fucked. Um, I still remember like there's this massive sand level that was really interesting on the first one. I remember the first one, whereas I've played a lot of the second one, and it's just all just brown corridors, and there's some greenery thing, and there's a good scene where you you basically fight this colossus. You know, it did remind me of Shadow of the Colossus. It was huge. Uh, that was a memorable scene. But apart from that, it's pretty dull. Um, nothing about it stands out. It's a dull game. I think the problem is, you know, to make a really good game, they've just got to get so many things right, haven't they? It's not mm-hmm. any one thing. No, that's, that's it. It's There's sort nothing... of everything, isn't it? I'm just trying to think what, what Zelda does so great. And it's and, and really like when you enter a new era in Zelda, it's like so well designed. The music is so cool. Um, quirky characters pop up, and it, it, you just feel like you're in another part of the world that you've just discovered. Whereas this just feels like another corridor, another pushing a big heavy object onto a button puzzle. You know that type of thing. Yeah. And it, it's, it just seems like a very game gamey game. Um, and I'm playing it now, listening to podcasts. I'm 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 not even paying attention to what's going on, and that that speaks for something. That says something there, where I just don't care anymore. That's like that reminds me the 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 next how did this get made podcast is about Street Fighter the movie. Did you ever see that? Yeah. No. I've never seen it, and I'm curious because uh, the soundtrack's awesome. It's got a great soundtrack, uh, songs from Ice Cube and Nas and Paris and a supergroup composed of Ahmad and Roscos and Safir, and it's got a track by the far side called Pandemonium, which is awesome. Anyway, so I was I wanted to watch it so I could know what they're going to talk about on how this get made, and I was just watching it on a window and like browsing Reddit at the same time. Like I couldn't be bothered to actually watch the movie alone, you know? That's how bad it was. It was awful. Yeah. yeah. It was an awful game. Funny, but whatever. I mean, at moment, it's so bad that it's funny, not like, ah. Uh, is, is that the one with Kylie Minogue yeah. in it? Yep. Yeah, I thought she was. She played... What did she play again? Like, she, she didn't play Chun-Li. No, it's Cammy in it, is she play? I don't even remember. Yeah. Here, I'll find out. Anyway, go ahead, Shinny. Yeah. Dark Souls is meh. 
Dark Sand is meh. Dark Sand is, is meh. I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, she plays Cammy, his assistant. Yeah, yeah. No one cares about Cammy. Um, Camel Tower, we used to call her when, when we uh, played there. You would. Because, oh, uh, still, come on. Like, you, you, How could you be so I'm, crude? Yeah. I'm very, I'm very mature. Yeah. I would never say anything like that. Um, <laughs> I rest so, my kids. <laughs> you know, that's a game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not interested. I mean, do you know, stupidly, I bought. Uh, they did another sort of humble humble bundle thing and it had Darksiders 2 in it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I paid about I paid about four quid for it, so I've got it. Because you know so... you know when the whole THQ thing went down and I, yeah. we was all shocked that no one picked up Darksiders 2 and um if I'd have played this like and then that happened, yeah, I wouldn't have bought this fucking franchise either. You know? Like I wouldn't yeah. have gone for this. The, the, the first one was great, and it was like it showed so much potential, like a Zelda game, a mature Zelda game. People would cry out for that, you know. But it's, I mean, yeah, it is. But it doesn't feel like you've got a hub world in two anymore. You kind of, you you do feel like you progress a bit more. You do go back to areas, but I don't know. It just it doesn't feel the same, you know. Uh, they've tried to, to 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 make it a bit more linear, I think, for some reason. It feels more linear, um, but the levels are just not as interesting at all. And death is a twat. Right. Death is just like, um, yeah, stand aside. You know, he's just a knob. Like no one likes him. Yeah, just don't. And like he's him. death. Like why? Why does anyone? He should be a total badass. He should be. Look, death is like just in like, Terry Pratchett's books. Death is the best character ever in those books. De- you know, death should con- controls. The, you know the, the idea that he, he, he controls when people die, like he, he's the guy that comes along, and he's just you know climbing walls and solving heavy block puzzles, and so you know <laughs> he's, he's just weird. Whereas War, he's fighting shit and he's doing stuff, and you don't really know. You know it's not you've seen death in other things, whereas War, you you haven't really seen him in games before or anything like that or fiction, so it's more interesting. I don't know. Whatever. So uh, last week I would have said that Dark Souls Two was a rent. Now I'd say it's a miss. I'd miss huh. it. Really? Yeah. As much as that. Dun, dun, dun. You know me. I'll finish it because I'm weird. But um, yeah, I'd miss it. Sorry. Right. I'll tell you what. I mean, just going quickly back to Dead Space Three. I'd have liked to have played a bit of co-op in that just to see what yeah, it was like. But like... I don't know anyone who's got it. So. You know that that would probably be a rent. I would say rent it, but you know I'm a I'm a diehard Dead Space fan, but even I wouldn't have bought it. You know it's good, it's good, but it's just not. I don't know what it takes a lot now for me to buy an actual yeah, game, I'm, unless it's in an indie bundle. Unless it's in an indie bundle and it's cheap. <laughs> well, they're always that sounds cheap. terrible. That sounds terrible. Anything else from you, Chini, this week, or is that it for you? Um, well, I want to talk about that. a game that I don't really talk about very often: Halo Wars. Um, the reason why I want, to me, I want to talk about Skyrim. The reason why I want to bring up Halo Wars is Matt and I had an epic, epic match on Halo Wars. A redonkulous match. Where it took us about an hour and a half. We were outranked. Right? Yep. So, bear in mind, the top rank, um, you have to get a million points to get to the top rank. The rank below it is 500,000. So, 
you have to basically when you when you get to the rank before the last the last but one rank, you have to do everything you've done again just to get to the last one. So the people who are the top rank are ridiculous. They played it so long, um, and we was up against those, and we was you know on the back foot all the way. It was two v two, and they took out one of my bases. I had three bases. They took them out. They took one out, and then. Uh, I rebuilt it. We fended them off. And then um, I could, because I had so much money, I could rebuild everything so quickly. So, you, you you know, you can only have like so many units on the ground. You can only have 40 units on the ground in this in this case. And I, I went from like having zero units to having 40 units in like a minute, which is very, very fast uh, wow. because I had so much money. And then eventually we went over there and they resigned like because I was at their base. Yeah. Matt was coming over. And it took us an hour and a half. They resigned, and we was like, "Why have they resigned?" And then we, when when you finished, you can see everybody's, you can see the whole map, you can see what what, what they what they're up to and everything. And basically, they knew they had lost before we knew they had lost because they knew how much their stuff they had. So we went over there. We didn't think we was going to win that battle. We thought we was going to take one of their bases out and retreat, but they just went, "No chance. We're, we're done." And they gave up. And it took us. And I was sweating by the end of it. It was just epic, an epic match. So good. Which is why I love Halo Wars. It's great. Halo Wars is awesome. Yeah, you obviously can't beat that, man. Halo Wars. Congratulations. Halo Wars. Yeah, do you know, I always think, like, I should play a game like that, because that's totally out of my comfort zone. You know, it's you see a thing on Reddit, Jenny, where someone was looking at his yeah. friend play StarCraft? Yeah. This totally ripped off Halo Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This game sucks. Totally ripped off. Um... So yeah, it's Halo Wars is still just up there. I think I've put more Halo, um, hours into Halo Wars than I have into. I Red like you using Halo Wars in the middle of Halo a sentence. Wars. I put more Halo Wars into Halo Wars yeah. than any other Halo Wars. It's true. Yeah. Um, I think if I sign into Raptor, it'll tell me uh, that I've played my my highest played game on Raptor was. Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Before, and it was clearly Halo Wars. No, it was Red Dead Redemption, my highest played game, yeah. but now I think it is Halo Wars now. Gotcha. So. Yep. Yeah, I, what I'm saying Wars. is I love that game. It is a good Apparently. game. Yes. I'm a fan of its work. Word. And there never will be a sequel, probably, ever. No, no, there probably definitely will never be a sequel. Which is a shame. Cause it's it's is... And nobody thought Duke Nukem would come out. Mm, slightly different. There isn't a sequel in development oh. somewhere anyway, so... Never know. It's highly, un- highly unlikely. things. Anyway, that all being said, we should have Vlados for this week. Let's see yeah. what Vlados has got to offer us. Here we go. Let's see. Let's do it. <laughs> the game review. Review. Hello, friends. Vlados here. I want to let you listeners know that I really appreciate all the kind feedback you often provide to the show about me. I like hearing from you, and I think we've really had some special times. But the hosts do, Chinny, and Duke those guys are assholes. You all don't see it, but they're really mean to me. They're always calling me names, and insulting my mother. One time I was a little late with the indie review, and they make me lick a toilet. So you know what? Fuck this show. Consider this my official notice. I'm done with the veteran gamers. You listeners are great, 
but the hosts can go fuck themselves. I'm done taking their shit. I'm doing this last review and then I'm out of here. Dead Goat is a fitting game for my last review. It's a lot like, I made a game with zombies in it, only the music isn't as good. Also it costs three times as much. It's got better graphics, but I can't imagine wanting to play it when stick shooter and choosing this over, I made a zombie game. So don't play this. Play, here's my game about zombies instead. Okay, that's it. Deadly Goat is 240 Microsoft points on Xbox Indie Games. For the last time, bitches, Vlados is out. Kiss my ass, Studuk and Chinny. Everyone else, I'll see you in the funny papers. Wow, so, whoa, whoa, what's happening here? What's all that about? Oh my goodness. That's pretty messed Dude. up, Vlados. So does that does that mean she's gone for good then? Is that it? She gone? gone, man. She sent an email that said, "Here, you'll you'll understand when you play this." Oh, geez. And that's it. I don't I don't have any way to contact her now. I tried to send an email back, but it said address not found. So she's done. That's the end of Lados, people. I'm sorry, Jason Gallagher. So what the hell are we gonna do about the indie pick each week? What's happening then? I don't know. You could do it. I'll do it. I mean, I without, any of that well, first Quanrian left us, and now Vladas. I think the universe is trying to send us a message that, like, maybe we got to pack it in. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. What do you think, Chinny? Fuck it. Kill him. Is that Kill it? No, what, no more. Kill. No Lados. more. No more indie picks. No more indie picks. Fuck them. No more indie picks. Shit. Hey, all good things come to an end, you know. Well, I guess they do. Everything guess turn, they turn, 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 turn. So saw the that beans. So saw the last episode of Veteran Games. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but that being said, I was gonna say, to be honest with you, they've been a bit thin on the ground over the last couple of months. To be honest, the, I, I think that the sort of indie games on the Xbox are really not coming to an end. But I think a lot of people aren't really developing the same as they were for that anymore. And I think with the announcement of the tools changing and stuff, and not being supported on the potential successor to the 360 i think it seems to have dropped off quite a lot really and there's nothing really decent so maybe it's a good time for her to you know throw her toys out of the pram i guess well she's got to grow up sometime i guess yeah Thanks anyway for years of service yeah yes. thank you thank you and love we've, you yeah and we've covered quite a lot of indie games over those years us like that yeah it wasn't it was a very clean toilet we made her lick to be it was fair. it was was um death goat so what did you think you remember when we played i played a game with zombies yeah it's a bit same. more graphically it's a bit graphically better than yeah that, the though. gameplay was about the same in fact that yeah, zombies game better yeah I like, I like there's nothing wrong with it it's just eh. it get peeing me off though because unlike a normal indie game demo it was like gave you about a minute and then went yeah. right yeah. you want to buy the game it was super super short it was, and I was just getting into it when it did that, and I was like, oh, what's he done that for? Um, I like the art style of it. I thought it was, it was really well sort of made in that respect. And his shooting worked well, the power-ups worked well. You know, if yeah. it sort of works, if you want a sort of different twin-stick shooter, I guess. Yeah, um, fine. But it's 240 points. It's a bit of a stretch, but it's a big download. It was about nearly 200 megs, wasn't it? So it was kind of a big download. 
So it could be more to do with the size of it rather yes. than... Hey, the, people, quit making yeah. such big games. I know, but I'm guessing that's part of the, all the art style and the fact that it had... Is it about four or six heavy metal tracks included? Yeah, it did. Yeah, so just, I'm guessing that. Just, uh... And I think, I think again, it's another one. It's like the Headsman. You remember the Headsman? I remember the Headsman. And that was to advertise a uh, group, I think, in some respect, wasn't it? I think this is similar to that. I think this is advertising maybe for promoting a band rather than giving yeah. people a fun game to play. But I think they've managed to do both. I think the game is fun to play, right. and you know, it promotes a band at the same time. All power to them, I guess. So yeah, it's not a bad one to finish off with, but you know, they have become a bit thin on the ground. So, what are we gonna do instead then? Well, Stu. Well. Um, Have you got an idea? Had a bit of a think, right? Mm-hmm. You originally came up with the idea of um, let's get naked, which I wasn't a big fan of. No. Uh, then you came no. up with another one where we suggest old games to play. Sexy and I know it. We suggest old games to play, right? Yeah. I thought we could make it a bit more interesting than that. So what what we're thinking of doing is suggesting old games to play. But do it in a Dragon's Den style So, Stu comes on one week and says, I've got a game that, you know, I think everyone should play. And he has to pitch it to me and Duke. And he has to convince me and Duke if we're going to play it, if we should play it or not. And if we're not going to play it, we go, surely, but I'm out. All right. And if we are going to play it, it's like, I'm in. You know? So it's a Dragon's Den type thing. Yeah, I'm going to fail miserably. Yeah, you're not going to do very well. Every time. Every time it's me, it'll be a failure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, what I, what I, it will. you got to think positive. Yeah, well, I guess. What, what I think we should do as well is maybe, you know, and I'm willing to do this as well, attempt to play stuff that is a bit out of our comfort zones, maybe something we wouldn't normally play or a style of game we wouldn't normally play. Okay. So if we can if we can pick it up cheap or rented or whatever, then you know we, we you know if we're convinced to have a go of it, then we should at least give it a go. Give it so, a go. Does that sound fair, Duke? Are you in? Yeah. Okay. You got a red box, haven't you? I do. Shouldn't but they usually only rent out the latest and greatest things. If it's older than like two months, I'll probably go to the communist game shop. Okay, but we'll try we'll try not to make it too expensive. Oh, yeah, because obviously That's we don't fun. want to be spending loads of money on stuff that we might probably not be interested in as much. But we'll give it a whirl and see what's happened. Have we got a title for this new feature, Ginny? Any any titles in mind? Um, Veterans Den. Yep, yep. There's one. Yep. Um, I think that's pretty good. Uh, the other one, still working title, is Play My Game, Bitch. Yeah, I think we go with that one. That sounds better. What do you think, Duke? Yeah, it's got the Breaking Bad connection, so you could be like, yeah, yeah bitch, play my game. Yeah. So. Yeah. So we'll come up with a jingle, and that's what we're going to do. So there you go. Sweet. New feature. New feature. Yeah. We haven't had a new feature new on the feature. show. No, I know. I thought that. So was time. long. I know. Time for And the last feature. time we went to Eurogamer, what was I telling you? Well, time for a new feature? No, I said get rid of the indie games. <laughs> I know. That's a long time ago. But to be fair, I think we've done all right. There has been some good indie games. There have been some good Should indie games. Should we go down memory lane? What, now? A lung camera spider, that was pretty much the only yeah, one. Yeah, we can't. I mean, we can't. No. <laughs> motor Heat was good. Yes, Road Assassin, come on, Shinny. Yes. I can't remember good. them, to be honest. Decay. Applejack. Applejack was yep. good. I cannot remember them. Decay was good, yeah. I would agree with Decay. That's one of my favourites still, I guess, Decay. Yeah. 
the Decay series. Uh, what else was really good on the Indie Games? There's been loads of stuff. But, uh, Beat Hazard. Beat Hazard was good. Beat Hazard was really well done, and that's become really successful on a lot of platforms now, including the PS3. The Legend of Butt Cheese. That was a good game. Legend of Butt Oh, no, that was a dream I had. I, I was going to say, I don't remember that one mm. particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, Johnny Platform's Biscuit Romp. I remember that, that one. Was really, I remember really that one. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, Long Came Spider, we've mentioned. Um, Blocks That Matter, and that, again, has gone on to be quite a successful game on other platforms. There's been quite a few. I mean, over the years, there have been quite a few. And we've done a whole bloody load of them, haven't we? We've done at least... God, we must have done at least... Coming up to 200 or so, haven't we? Games we've yeah, reviewed. Yeah, I've done a fair so few. We've done a lot on the indie games. So there's been a lot of games on there. And like you say, they've not all been great. But we have come across quite a few cool ones along the way. And we bought a few of them as well. We have bought a few as well along the we way. We've bought so. a few... Lovely. We have done. So well done to all of those indie developers who Interviewed have made... Interviewed a few uh, as well. Decent, yeah. Uh, yeah, Bird Assassin. Did you mention Bird Assassin? Oh, I did. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that was good. That was good. So, yes, we have interviewed quite a few of them as well, you know, some of the better ones. Um, so, yeah, keep it up, you know. I mean, we'll still probably do indie games. I'll probably su- Cheer suggest up. you. I'll be suggesting I'm down, everybody. So, uh, yeah, we'll still cover them because we still, you know, we still want to support the indie developers, but there just isn't enough stuff on the Xbox anymore for it, and I think... Uh, Vlados realised that. Right, that being said, it's time for some news, Chinny. Chinny's news time. Shit, shit, shit. I know, I'm sure you're more than Putting news first. How can you be more than happy? Alright, we mentioned it earlier. Oh, I knew this would happen. I opened up all the stories, and they're all blank now, so I have to refresh them all. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Microsoft dude left. We did mention this one earlier. Yeah, we've talked about this, and there's not a lot else to say. But yeah, just gotta be careful what you're saying on the Twitter sphere. Um, See, the people think that Twitter is just like this silly thing, and it's oh, it doesn't matter what I say. Trust me, people. Both from a point of view of like, I'm a teacher, so I'm always telling kids like, you know, what you say matters, you know, and like from a point of view of employment. Like, trust me, that stuff isn't going anywhere. Did we, Did you also see the um, uh, the letter that Microsoft sent him? No, I didn't. No. No. Uh, well, it's got it here. Dear Adam Arth, uh, regrets to inform you that you're going to be laid off from Microsoft. Um, and then it says, with calm regards, P.S. Deal with it. You're making that up. <laughs> Might have Very done. Funny, that would have been funny though. Uh, yes, according to. Uh, Richard Hillyman, who looks like a Hilly Billy. Uh, gaming isn't mass market yet. Richard Hillyman works for EA. He's pretty high up there, and he gave a keynote somewhere in the UK, in on Earth, and he, he said that gaming hasn't reached the mainstream yet. Um, it said it's made massive strides towards mainstream acceptance, but uh, blah 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 blah. Here we go. He goes on to say, it was some conference boys attended by Samsung, the BBC, Sky, Sony, and pretty much the biggest companies in television. Uh, God, I'm murdering this story. Yeah, but he's he's right. All right, let's it. Murdering. Well, let's just break it. Why do you pick stories I know nothing about? I know. Um, But he's sort of right, isn't he? Because I think he's. It's getting better, though, isn't he? I think it's accepted. 
But that's different to being mass market. My uh, mum-in-law, for instance, accepts that gaming's a thing that's sort of maybe not the devil incarnate, you know, and it's okay to be one. But that doesn't mean to say my mum-in-law suddenly going to go and get herself a 360 and start playing games. It's just time, though, isn't it? Surely it's time. Well, it's partly time, but it's like my wife. She, you know, people accept gaming, but don't necessarily want to be a gamer. I just, I just think like, one thing, not everybody has the same interests as everybody else. So, like, yeah. yeah, if not everybody's that into it, like, okay. But with I the games that are coming it. out now, they appeal more to boys and girls. Yeah, I, think. I agree. But I also think that, obviously, to be a gamer, you know, I'm not the most skillful gamer in the world. You know, I can hold my own, but I'm not a skilled player. Um, but you've got to have some, you have got to be able to use a controller and you've got to be able to aim things and move around in a virtual space. And not everybody can do that, can they? You know, it's yeah. like to someone who's never picked up a control pad in their life, it's something that's completely alien, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's different to, like, say, movies being mass market because all you have to do is sit there. You're passive. Yeah, aren't that's you? true. But it also depends what they're about. And let's be honest, a lot of games, in terms of their content and their story, they're not about stuff that, you know, for instance, a lot of middle-aged women are going to be interested in. Absolutely. And the other thing is, as well, like, if, if you, even if you take something like The Walking Dead, which is cool. Why would middle-aged women be interested in zombies? Not saying that, but, like, you know, my wife absolutely loves The Walking Dead, the TV yeah, show yeah, and everything. I hear you. So she could relate to that. I know a lot of people who are into the Walking Dead TV show who aren't gamers. Right, right, right. But I still think people will be put off by the, you know, the conversation stuff I think would be fine. But when you get to those action sequences, which are the more gamey elements yeah. of that game, my wife would just go, I'm not doing this anymore. What's this? Yeah. Why do I have to press buttons and stuff? Mate, do you know what I mean? Did you try it? I mean, do you ever give her the controller and be like, here? I tried. I tried to get her to play the first episode, but she just wasn't having any. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. And I said, yeah, but I think you'll really like it. Now I'm not bothered. And that was the end of that. Did you ask her what the difference is between that and the show? She wouldn't answer. She just said, I'm not bothered about it. I'm just not interested. Fair enough. That was that was her argument. (laughs) She just wasn't interested. Uh, Or it's just because it's it's just a video game, isn't it? You know, it's just. A game and games are games to her. That's it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's Walking Dead. Yeah, you know, she accepts that I'm a gamer and she accepts them, but she would never be a gamer, really. Even though she owns her own PS3, uh, which she has in the which we have in the bedroom and she uses for all like just listening to VidZone and stuff. That's all she does on it. She uses it as a sort of a media center in the bedroom. You know, for watching DVDs on or whatever and, and obviously listening to vids on. Uh, talking about media centers, Microsoft's next Xbox will take over your TV, apparently. Reports say Microsoft's home entertainment uh, push is stronger than ever. A pair of reports on Microsoft's next Xbox shed some light on why the console might require an always online internet connection. The console is being developed to overlay existing televisions and cable set-top boxes to provide a Microsoft-driven multimedia experience. According to... This gets even more ridiculous, by the way, as it goes down. According to The Verge, uh, the console will accept a cable box through um, HDMI in, allowing the new Xbox to add features to your normal TV experience. The Verge reports liken um, liken to the features of Google TV... Um, which is built into some TV systems. Blah, 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 blah. This is where it gets interesting. Uh, the all-new Connect 
uh, when I say interesting, I mean very loosely. Uh, the all-new <laughs> Connect will also be a part of Microsoft's television focus. The Verge, or The Verve, that 90s band, The Verve, uh, Richard Ashcroft says that the next Connect <laughs> can only detect, can not only uh, that'd be funny. Can only detect one person. No, it can not only detect multiple users simultaneously, but get this: it can also detect your eye movement, uh, lasers. No, uh, the, the example case has the Xbox pausing video content when the when the Kinect detects the user looking away from the TV screen. Fantastic. Oh, that's how ridiculous would that be? Yeah. Because you know what's horrible about that? If you're watching Hulu or some you know show that has commercials. As soon as you're not looking at it, it's like, all right, pause it. When you start paying attention again, the commercial will start playing. That's why it's the not to do the pause in the TV to make sure you watch know, the adverts. I know this man. sounds wrong. Right. Oh. I know this sounds wrong, but I'm going to say it. What if you're cross-eyed? <laughs> what if you are? It's a, it's a, um, it's a genuine question. Like, yeah? what if you're cross-eyed? Does, it, does half the screen get paused? Like, I don't know. I doubt it. I think, but... I think what's interesting <laughs> what from happens my, there, though? From my point of view is that over the last couple of years, Microsoft, I could believe this being potential, potentially Yeah, I mean, there's true. so many leaks about it now. And also, I think Microsoft have just been moving so much towards the media side of things and adding TV channels yeah, and yeah. all this and the other. It definitely and... sounds like it could happen. I mean, I've yeah. heard about the HDMI in... Um, that's been well yeah. sort of documented. I've heard about that. that. Nice That's fine. And to be honest, that that would benefit a lot of people. That's probably a very good idea. Uh, but the, controlling the TV with your eyes is... N- First of all, my concern is that it probably won't work because we know how reliable Connect is. So if it doesn't work, I could be looking at the screen and go, play! Look, play! And it's just paused. And then I look I'll go into be- the kitchen and it starts playing. <laughs> It would be blink once to play, blink twice to stop. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it'd just be a bit weird. A I get where they're coming from, but it's like, do we need it? Do we it? need it? Is it that do we bad? Need it? Really? Look, no. Do we really? Pressing a button? Are we that lazy? Um, no, we can't even just press a button to pause stuff and fast forward it's a gimmick, or whatever. And the Wii made a lot of money from gimmicks, so you can't, you yeah. can't knock them. You can't knock them for trying. Uh, 24 million sold. So, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of that story. Um, but isn't it funny that uh, Xbox are pushing an always online system? This is what I meant about we don't know the whole story with Microsoft. You know these rumors about it's always online, blah, 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 blah. And I, I kept on saying we don't know the whole story. That could be half of a message. Now, always online might apply if it's going to be a cable box because to watch TV and stuff, you'll have to have it online. But... I'm sure that it, you know, it, you'll probably still be able to play games. Well, I hope so because Xbox Live Connection issues have been fucked. Uh, the, 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 the Xbox have been having some issues. Um, some users have been having problems logging into their profiles, uh, and reports have a server issues. This couldn't have come at a worse time for Microsoft. So, rumors about always online, they have connection issues. This is not. 2008, this is 2013, they cannot deal with this shit anymore if they're going to push an always online system. Because if they do, I'll tell you this now, if they do say that it's always online and you can't play your games offline, they are done. Yep. Uh, yeah, they I sort of are agree. done. I'll... Because even on Reddit, already it's like, this is how I respond. 
this is how I deal with it. And you know what? It was a picture of a PS4. Yeah. But well, it's true. Hang it's on. True. Have PlayStation said that their games will that their games will work offline? Yes. They have actually said that. Yeah, they explicitly said it wasn't. It wasn't actually at the conference. It was later. It was sort of afterwards. He did an interview with right. um, fair enough the guy from Sony, if, and he said if Microsoft said, definitely if not. Microsoft said it's always on, you can only play games online. That would be ridiculous to me. I would be so surprised if they did it. I mean, obviously, you can see all the cable box stuff. Fair enough, right? Isn't that you know fair enough? Yeah, sure. I guess I think in this country though they'd probably end up doing a deal with Virgin or BT well, they, or something already like done that. With Sky, so you know, fine. Or Sky. Yeah, they've already got Sky impl- implemented in the Xbox. But so, Sky is but, not good. Um, but you know, fair enough. Like if you want to play multi-game, multiplayer games, guess what? You've got to be online. Great. All right. But if they said you can't play a video game disc on the console without being online they are in trouble because they would lose a lot of people, customers. Um, but hey, who knows, eh? Mm. Who knows? Um, no, I think I think it's, it's a funny time, really, but Microsoft have been really pushing the integrated service. The fact that Windows 8 looks like your Xbox now, doesn't it? Have you seen Windows 8? Yeah, it is a bit weird, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I've seen it. You know, they're, they're trying to integrate everything now, isn't it? And, and obviously the cable TV stuff's the next thing. Because, I mean, they, they were sort of touting the IPTV years ago, weren't they? Two or three years back. Mm. You know, sort of having it as a TV tuner and being able to record to it and all that sort of stuff on your, on your Xbox. But that never really came to fruition, did it? They sort of talked a lot about it, but maybe this is that, you know, two or three years on. You know, this is going to be the, the sort of the where it culminates as this sort of cable cross service with, you know, connect functionality for your cable box thing. Well, I don't know. It does seem a bit weird. Yes. Um, yeah. Anywho, I'm, I'm um, totally convinced. we missed this news last, last week. Uh, Batman Arkham Origins yeah. is, uh, has been announced. Uh, the new Batman mm. game is called Batman Arkham Origins. It will be out on the 25th of October for the PS3, the Xbox 360, the Wii U, and the PC. Um, it's a prequel to Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. Uh, so it's Warner Brothers Montreal making the game? Yeah, it's a different uh, So it's not Rocksteady. No, it isn't. Uh, developers behind the currently acclaimed first two. Uh, blah 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 blah. One of the villains is called Deathstroke. I don't really know much about DC to be honest. The plot of Orbs uh, involves eight of the world's deadliest assassins coming to Gotham City on Christmas Eve. Uh, their target is Batman, and the game takes place in the streets of Gotham. There is also I'm a different to throw in a reference to Assassin's Creed. There, uh, there is spin-off games: um, Batman Arkham Origins, Blackgate for the 3DS and Vita. Uh, which is kind of like a Metroidvania game. Um, so, what do we think of Rocksteady not doing the Batman games anymore? I think it's interesting that they're not. Uh, have they given any reason why not? Probably because... I, maybe they want to do something else. 
They just wanted to like everybody was bitching and moaning when they came out with Arkham City. That was just like more of the same. So maybe you rather that like I mean I think this is probably a good way to go. Like they've had two games. What else can they do with it? Let somebody else have a go. Yeah, sure. And then they work on something else. That's great. Yeah, I don't disagree. I think this will be okay. We'll just have to wait and see, won't we? Because since Arkham City, we haven't heard anything from Rocksteady in this case. No, they might be working on something. So you've got to look at next gen, right? Maybe. Maybe they went, okay, Roxley, you make a next-gen game while we knock out another Batman without you. Yeah, we, that's possible. We got this. We got this. Yeah. You, know, you, you do something else for the next-gen, or make another Batman game for the next-gen. But we, we got this one for now. Yeah, I don't disagree. Makes sense I think it seems like a, a yeah, decent business decision. Like, you know, it's, it's long enough for... An next Batman game, two years. We've, you know, we all kind of agree that two years is long enough for a, a sequel. Um, we like Batman still. The third is always the dodgy one. Yeah, it's always the dodgy it's always one. The, when it's you give always it the rough one because the first one is good, the second one perfects, then the third one has to deliver, and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, and when they give it to another developer, it makes it even more uncertain, doesn't it? I guess. Yep. So we'll have to we'll have to see what happens with that. At least it's nice to see that at least they're supporting the Wii U. At least it's a game that's actually going to be coming out on that at the moment. Something needs to. I know. Yeah, I think some they're going to be supporting the Wii U. You know. So. Any, it's good to know. Any um, particular stories you want me to? Is it the Ouya you want me to? Ouya. No. To, to to be honest, to be honest. Um, Pretty dry week. It's been a pretty dry week, but we've also got an absolute raft of emails. All right, well, there we mentioned the UEA. Uh, people who kickstarted, uh, helped fund kickstart the UEA, got early kind of dev kits of it, and they said that, that those people have been pretty negative towards their dev kits, and they really? thought it was like the final console, and then the UER people said, oh, no, that's not the final one. Um, that's just like stuff that we send out to press and stuff. We just gave you an early one just because you supported us. And they was like, well, we paid for the fucking proper one now actually what they're saying is oh shit it's not very good they're not liking it we better do something quick yeah so that's what they're saying behind newsflash oh yeah probably not gonna be very good well i mean stew when you got something like that probably not going to be very good the size of a rubik's cube you know what are you expecting you know what i was really interested in this not excited i didn't give them any money but i was interested and curious before I got Windows 7 working on my Mac, and now I couldn't care less. Because I thought this was a way for people who don't have PCs to get in on some PC. It's not a I, it's PC. Not, oh God, that's not what I mean. What I mean is, like, certain kinds of, like, I don't have an Android either. So, like, just, you know what I mean? Like, getting a different platform for a different kind of game. And yeah, I mean, you would be playing Android game, all the pretty much all the Android games on it. There is another story that I want to bring up. I know we, um, no, I can't. Tomb Raider, right? Yeah, fantastic game. Yeah, uh, and for people that don't know, Square Enix are disappointed in it, in its sales. Yeah, because yeah, it sold 3.4 million in its first month, which to me is pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty pretty good, good for a franchise that was going down the pan and beaten was being beaten by an exclu- console exclusive franchise. Now they've come out with another Tomb Raider that pretty much everyone agrees with that it's in some ways better than Uncharted, which is amazing. If we was going to say this two years ago, we would have gone, no, no way. There's no way Tomb Raider can compete with Uncharted anymore. But it has, and it's, it's come out and it's brilliant. 
Uh, but Square Enix thought that it would sell double uh, 3.5. They've thought it would sell 5 to 6 million in a month. So, Square Enix know, is unrealistic in their expectations. They need to make better franchises themselves before they start expecting that shit of people. They, you know, they Crystal Dynamics have done a fine job. Like it, I think Square Enix are trying to make up for losses they've made with their Final Fantasies and stuff. Because United Front did a fantastic job with Sleeping Dogs. It sold pretty well. Sold a few million. Not good enough. Tomb Raider. So 3.4 million in the first month, not good enough. You see, I'm shocked at the Hitman Absolution one. Because that sold 3.6 million, which I think that's is pretty pr- bloody that's good. That's really good for a bloody Hitman good game. Hitman game. That sort of not been out for a while. Yeah, every, you know, Square Enix is looking very healthy. You know, they've got Batman, well, they want they've got it. Hitman, you know, they've got all the mans. They wanted 4.5 to 5 million on Hitman Absolution. Maybe they, they don't never... realise... They just they're, their expectancy levels are way too high. They did not listen to that dude from EA who said that it's not mainstream yet. They're not <laughs> they're not managing their expectations, are they, Stu? No, they, they need to be realistic with the budgets that they're setting for these companies to meet. And also, just remake fucking Final Fantasy VII. Like, I don't like yeah, Final exactly. Fantasy, and I know that would sell. If you did that, that they would they would be fine. Just do it. Or up and do it. Stop remaking ten, which no one cares about. And make seven, and I don't like Final Fantasy. I know all this. Why do I know? Because everyone keeps fucking talking about it. Because it's Jeez. great. Anyway, that's your news and shit. Uh, I've got one quick thing. It's very quick. It's not really a news story, but it was something that maybe chortle a little bit. Uh, and it was just um, entitled "Payback for Women Who've Ever Been Questioned About Their Gaming Credibility." Okay. Uh, and it was a tweet from Tech Life's gaming and social media editor, Ray Johnson. Uh, and it was called Total Payback for Women Who've Ever Been Questioned About Their Gaming Credibility or Bagged for Playing Video Games. Uh, and basically, she tweeted, a Snarky guy in coffee queue, eyes off my Bioshock Infinite t-shirt, suggests I probably haven't even played it, so I told him the ending. Ah. Ah. Nice. <laughs> He deserves it, the prick. That was just brilliant. Yeah. I was like, that is just awesome. Is so she, she spoiled this shit yeah, out good. of the game for him. <laughs> I was like, nice. Oh, brilliant. Anyway, just thought I'd mention that because it did make me chuckle. Anyway, emails. We've got a load, load. of emails. Oh, That ruled. So the first one uh, was a follow-up email from Christopher Matthew. Oh, shit. Here it comes. It's going to be up. Uh, but no, this was before the show was published. Ah. So he actually sent a follow-up email Oof. saying, of course, you realize it was just a bit of a rant, and I don't actually think any of you are stupid, Good. nor that I am really any smarter than any of you. So he just sent us a, a thing. And I said, oh, well, you'll find you out. I realize that. Coming. Just... It just doesn't matter. That's the real thing. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, it didn't stop Duke having a rant about it, did it, eh? Yeah, anyway. Anyway. So, it's all right. You're still alive. That's good. It's yeah, good. It's good. For now. Uh, we got one for a quick, well, a very quick one from Pinky saying, I saw the devil Jeebus. Uh, he said, I thought Kill Bill had a lot of blood. I saw the devil was swimming in it. Holy shit. 
It definitely pushed my comfort zone, just like the ending of Old Boy. The best part was the cannibal screwdriver broken, lol. That's actually very funny in a, a very disturbing film. Uh, excuse me while I scar some of my close friends with this title. Thank you for your suggestion, Pinky. So there you go. You're welcome. It's a good film. It is a good film, but it is not for the faint-hearted. Uh, but the the part, it is a bit of a spoiler, but it's nothing to do with the story. But the part he's referring to, there's a bit where one of the baddies in the film gets his hand pinned to a table with a screwdriver. Ugh. Yeah, someone stabs him through the hand. And Just like Dead Alive. That movie's awesome. <laughs> No, but what's funny is he grabs hold of the handle of the screwdriver to try and pull it out, and the handle comes off, and the screwdriver bit still stuck through his hand oh, into he... the table. So guess what he has to do to get his hand out? Um... He has to go lift it off the screwdriver. Mm, ouch. Uh, so yes, it's good. It's good. It's good. Uh, it sounds great. It sounds like a fun-filled romp for the whole family. It is. It is not a fun-filled romp. Uh, next one. I hope there's a clip ready for this one. What? Clip ready. Uh-huh. Clip. You know what I'm saying, Duke? Clip. Anyway, uh, Fumu, Fresmore, says, laughs. He says, hey, guys, greetings from the People's Republic of Kanukistan. I think that's Canada in English. Yeah. Uh, just dropping you a line to let you know I'm sadly still working my way through your previous podcasts. As I only started listening about a year ago, I'm getting quite caught up. I, I can't believe people go back and listen to all our old shows. But, hey, Nothing else in their lives. Uh, there isn't usually an episode... I don't think it's that low. He just likes us. What's up with you, man? Anyway, he says, there isn't usually an episode where I don't laugh at something. But I just had to drop your line and tell you that I was in tears when I heard the Quarantine Review in episode 59. <laughs> I'm not sure how relevant it is to listeners these days, but holy balls, I was howling. Oh, wait, I know now. what this is. Hang on, i got to get it ready. So so I went back. While you're getting it ready, I'll explain. I went back to have a listen to this because I was like, I can't remember what the hell happened in episode 59. That's like over 100 episodes ago. So who knows what the hell that was. Now, when I listened to what it was, it made me laugh as well. So yeah. let's see if the listeners like it here. Let's let's see what it is. And, uh, oh, yes, review. review. So we'll we'll have that and then we'll talk about that when we come back. So are you, are you ready with the Quarian, Mr. Duke? Come on, yeah. Yes, I'm ready with the quan ring. Ready? Go. Ready, we're ready. Here we go. Hey, this is Michael Quigley, also known as Quan on Xbox Live. This week, I'm going to be reviewing Avatar Adventures. I mean, it's a it's a great little game. Um, it's it's basically a, a, a World of Warcrafty type of game. On the indie games. <laughs> now, believe it or not, yes, it's on the indie games. And yes, <laughs> I just compared it to World of Warcraft. I know. I know. But uh, the RPG elements are actually quite good for a game of this size. Now, um, you, you can fight bees and wasps, you know, whatever your preference, uh, and, 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 and chickens. And it's, uh, and therefore I think it would, it's, it's probably worth a look, because what game can you find chickens, right? <laughs> now, the game itself isn't that long, and the demo isn't very, uh, long, so you might not get uh, a, a great idea of what's going on, and the graphics are not very good, the gameplay is not very good, the, the, <laughs> the character models are not very good. The enemy AI is not very good. The combat's not very good. But the game's really good. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I definitely check it out. It's it's probably overpriced, and I think you should download it. 
I'll tell you, people, before there was Vladas, uh, there was Quanrian, and uh, that's why he left. Uh, oh, God, that was I should have gone to that joke. That yeah, joke. And he has yeah. a good sense of humor guy, but I could see him maybe being a little... I mean, <laughs> the snorting is, I think, the part that takes it to I've, genius level. That's what I used to say well, every was, week. Yeah, oh no, I hear you. You say like, like, oh, the, this is really bad, this is really bad, but the game's really good. And I'm like, fuck then. What the fuck? Oh dear. We have done some crazy stuff over the years. I can't believe that we, I can't, but yeah, we exist on the internet. All this, ah, oh, man, it's weird. That's well, really, I remember as soon as, I, as soon as I started talking, I was like, oh yeah, I remember I did that. I, and we say so much stuff. Like, <laughs> how do we remember all of it? Well, I I had to record that with you. Do you remember? Because we had to obviously yeah. do it cause I because I didn't like I'm it. Because i at the end, and I could tell yeah. that someone was on. The... It was. Well, you sounded more like yourself towards the end. Yeah. It was kind of funny, really. But oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, oh it uh, brings back memories of all those memories long of the indie <laughs> games we faked. I know. Yeah. Anyway, oh, next email from. This is a momentous show. I know. No more indie. Well, there will be indie games, but not. In the same vein. Anyway, next one's from Amar Parvez. Amar Parvez. Uh, and it's called Nintendo Bashing. He's calling us out a little bit. So here we go. He says, class. he says this. Hi, chaps. Yo. Hi. Thought I would send the Veteran Gamers Trio an email over a trend I have noticed in the last few episodes. Nintendo Wii U bashing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, fuck the constant, The constant <laughs> bashing and kicking into the limp. Not yet animated body of Nintendo's latest console. Yes, there is a lack of games. Yes, the upcoming release schedule is lacking. But this is nothing new. In its defense, I would like to chew the fat as follows. Microsoft Xbox 360 launched at the end of 2005. Bloody hell, that was long ago. Uh, The 360 suffered from poor gaming for nearly 10 months before the first stellar game was released. Cough, Gears of War. However, that had the the fortune of being first. A first it next did. gen, and you can argue that the Wii is the, the first next gen, but it ain't. Yeah, it's not because it's current gen. It is, and it's not doing anything different. It is different, but it's too different in some respects, isn't it? So it's not, you just it went from like... it's not doing anything different. It is different, too different. You just went all across. <laughs> what I mean, it's not it's not different in its capabilities as such to the other consoles that are currently available, but it is different in what it's trying to do. But yeah, the 360 was the first next-gen console, which, it was. which is why everyone went, oh, I'm going to go, and it had all the, the mind share, everything. Um, you couldn't even buy one. You couldn't, couldn't buy, buy one, one for about three uh, months. You, you might be right, like the first 10 months of like the game lineup on the 360 probably wasn't very strong, but you know, it had, it had an install base because it was the first one, and then Gears came out and smashed it all, so... And they did a few backwards compatible games, right? But I, I remember getting uh, Half-Life 2 for the original Xbox yeah. to play on it. And it just did not work. There was I got actually there was a bit there was a game breaking bug in the thing because it just didn't work, right? And the, you know the bit where you probably because you played it a few times, so you probably remember this bit. You know the bit where you're in like a water tank and you have to release the like uh, there's like uh, wooden barrels and yeah, stuff. Yeah, at the bottom yeah, yeah. I remember that, yeah. They just weren't there. You open the thing at the bottom, there was nothing in it. So you couldn't actually progress any further in the game. There was no way of getting out on the opposite side. So you just couldn't actually go. That was the end of the game until they patched it. Oh, well. Uh, but yeah, that was, that's what I played. 
And I remember the the biggest thing I remember about getting my 360, uh, I got Quake 4, as you know, which neither of you two really like that much. But at the time, I was like, how amazing is this? And it's on a console and it looks like this. Even Quake 4 back then was like that. My mate came around and he's like, this is amazing. Yep. So, and then we look at Quake 4 and go, wow. That's... Wow, what is that shit game? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, to carry on, he says, before that, what did we have? Cameo, Perfect Dark, and Condemned, which was very good, to be fair. Uh, I'll give you PGR 3, but that was it. I didn't purchase a 360 until July 2006, and even then it was a birthday present and a whole eight months after its release. And I played Halo, though, and Halo 2 and stuff like that on it. Because they worked all right, backwards compatible. Uh, PS2 launch, remember that drought? Yeah, I do. I didn't even bother buying one until two years after it was launched. But to be honest with you, he's, he's referring to stuff when there wasn't an alternative, and that's the trouble now, isn't it? Yeah, when the PS2 came out, there, there wasn't really much else to compete with. Yeah, the Xbox didn't take all. It's game in town, man. The, the N64 was kind of dying at that point, so... Uh, Nintendo DS imported the first gen DS from Japan in December 2004 and the only game worth getting was Mario 64 quality game I think you will agree it didn't take off until at least 2006 quarter one with Mario Kart and Animal Crossing giving sales a turbo boost what's that what's he talking about there the DS the Nintendo DS the Nintendo DS didn't look bad but again no competition was it really 3DS has got an argument though 3DS ERs. Because that, uh, that, that was a poor launch, and it then, it, then it continued to kind of sell. So. Yeah, it did. Uh, so, well, it's Luigi's Mansions, Fire Emblem, Donkey Kong Country, and Animal Crossing, but all DS games are backwards compatible on it, so it, it wasn't really an issue. True. Because you could still get all the original DS games and play them on it, pretty much. Uh, the Wii has only been out for five months. Let's see what happens by Xmas time. Eh? I don't think it's going to change a whole lot. I, I hate to be like a bit of a naysayer and bashing it. I'm, I don't. And I'm not, I'm not really bashing it. We're just sort of stating what we think. And the fact there is There's good that... games on there, Armour. Um, Stu would be the first one. If there's good, weird shit games on there, <laughs> Stu would be the first one like playing them and picking them up. Even, even the Nintendo exclusive games i'm like we've seen mario yeah, and the, the, the big one at the moment the big one that's really like kind of getting people back on their wii u is monster hunter monster hunter is back um yeah you know and i i recognize that monster hunter for some reason you know has got a really good following and but you know it, it happened on the wii wii first time around it was just it's, it's a niche game and i know it's big in japan but like it's not really going to sell over here and it's current gen tech and that everybody's thinking about the next xbox and the, the next playstation so i really don't think the wii is going to last very long once it's farted out all its franchises like mario uh zelda like, but even even those in my opinion even those just aren't enough to say yeah, but they've got to get they've got to get out of the way though and they've got to do them yeah they'll do them but i just don't think even they're enough to save it Anyway, uh, he goes on, Nintendo do need to sort out the pricing of the system, though. I got my hands on one at lunch, but sent it back. He's, like, calling us out. He sent his back. <laughs> if it's so great, why'd you send it back, huh? Answer yeah, me exactly. that. Why don't you just hang on to it until you add stuff? Anyway, as I felt with the lack of top-notch games within the first five months, it would be a price drop. I was sort of right as retailers cut the price on their own, uh, so I ended up repurchasing it from Zavi for 225 quid, so he has got one. 
Uh, no buyer's remorse, and it's a cracking system. I am looking forward to Nintendo leading the way to how to implement a second screen. Yeah, but they're not. They've already really done that with the DS. Do- yeah, they're not really doing a lot with it at the moment. Uh, interestingly, um, I was recently looking back on a preview for Aliens Colonial Marines from about three years ago, two years yeah, ago. Yeah, mentioned this, yeah. And. It was the same year that the Wii U was announced, and one of those commenters uh, put a comment in in the article saying, "Oh my God, it's got to be awesome on the Wii U when you can use it like your your thing, your detector for the aliens, and it like ping and stuff, and it'll be just so cool." No, yeah, it's not. It's not even coming out on it anymore. It's not even coming. It's not happening even. Uh, anyway, finishes off. P.S. Nice to hear music bands being discussed a few podcasts ago, especially my favourite Jamaraquai. I am a massive fan, as you can probably tell from my Twitter username, Amaraquai. Could someone please sing that Basement Jacks tune again? Had me in fits on my daily commute. <laughs> Go on then, Chidi, I think that was you. Wow, 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 That's it. There you go. That's it. There you go. Not having any more of that. That's enough of that. Basement Jacks, I didn't like Where's Your Head At. Never enjoyed that one. No, it was a bit clashy, wasn't it? Yeah, like, well, it's just noise, isn't it? It's blah, 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 blah. I didn't like it. Yeah, my favourite's uh, Good Luck. Good Luck I like the best. Mm, I can't remember which one that is. You don't know what that goes like? Oh, oh, I, I just don't know the name of it, Stu. Calm down, stop having a fit. Yeah, I'll, I'll sing that one. He goes, here, ready, here, ready. He goes, good luck, good luck, good luck in your new bed, do, do. No? Yeah, all right, yeah, okay. That's good. That's my favorite. Romeo's anyway. good. Hello, Romeo. Yeah, Romeo was good. Romeo was good. Anyway, he says, take it easy, you cool cat. I'm our friend of the show. He is a friend of the show. Been he on the show. Friend. He has. Right, okay, here we go. Jason Gallagher's fix of the week. Here we go. It's not too big. He's, he's doing well. I've got to say, he's, he's keeping them shorter. He's keeping them shorter. Anyway, this one's entitled, A Slender Man Gets His, an Xbox Indie Game of the Year material cauliflower and if someone moans in space can you hear it oh yeah hmm. anyway he says this ladies and gentlemen at the beginning of assassin's creed 2 you witness your own character's birth he's right you know we were talking oh, about other games, what game uh assassin's creed 2 is really? he's right i don't remember that yeah you blink you get to blink don't you it's like oh you that's right no you're right you do yeah good call I think it's similar to the Fallout 3 beginning. You, you, you definitely, you're definitely able to control the baby somehow. You don't get remember. to control what you look like, and it doesn't say, here's our computer generator of where you'll be in 10 years. Uh, Stephen Hawking says the Earth is doomed and we must colonize in space. Yeah, whatever. Chinny, an upcoming game you might enjoy is called Murder Soul Suspect by Square Enix, wherein you solve your own murder. Da-da-da. Shit. Is it Japanese, though? Uh, yes, nah, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm Ames. It might not be, though, because they're publishing a lot, aren't they, from the West as well? Yeah, but it probably is. Yeah. I don't know, it sounds cool, though. I like that idea, solving your own murder. That's cool. It's cool. Womp, womp, womp. Uh, question. Have you ever had a corrupt save data? My brother got to the end of Tomb Raider and couldn't finish because of a save issue. I never completed Batman Arkham Asylum due to the, a corrupted save. So I've had a review to have a corrupted save where it's uh, made it save. Just like Skyrim and stuff. Uh, Tara had a corrupted save on Batman Arkham Asylum again, same one as him. Um, so she couldn't. She got all the way to Poison Ivy. So she got pretty far. 
And uh, are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't the thing they slipped in there to make it look like you? No, 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 no. She 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 asked me to look at it, and no, that save does not work. It is not there. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never ever forget that. I even bloody uninstalled it and reinstalled it, and all sorts of crazy shit trying to get that thing to work. And then, and then realized it was the actual game dissing with me. Fact, That's not the way you use the word dissing. Well, dissing me. Then the yeah, game was dissing, dissing me. You fine. The game was dissing me. Have you have you played Arkham Asylum? Dude? I played the first one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. It. but the, the the you remember the bit where it basically looked like you, yeah. the 360s crashed. Yeah. Well, I thought it really had crashed and did all sorts of. Well, crazy. I, I think because y'all had told me if I hadn't heard yeah. that from y'all, I probably would be like. I was what? I was waiting for that moment because I think you spoiled it for me. Yeah. I yeah. did. Sorry. But anyway, I've literally restarted that game three times or four times and uninstalled and reinstalled and all sorts Noob. of crazy shit. And I went, ah, it got me big time. Anyway, so there, there you go. Uh, but yes, I've never had... Uh, I've lost all my save data on my PS3 when it yellow light of death, didn't I? So that was stupid of me. I lost all my save uh, data when he, when he got burgled. Yeah, when you got burglarized. So you lost, <laughs> I lost my Skyrim last game, my last, my first PC Skyrim game, because I kept shoving all the mods in, and it was like, eventually it just became too much. So yeah, I, I rented Saw off Love Film, and it just didn't work. the The disc was scratched. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Yeah, I, thought, it yeah, is. I missed out there, didn't no, I? No, it is. It's a good game. I missed out there. Good game. Yeah. Good it was game. it was scratched to buggery, so I never. But I can't. I'm trying to remember. I can't ever remember having a pro, what I would consider a proper corrupted save. That I can't think of one either, really. But like, I don't want to jinx myself because I'll probably get one tomorrow. Know, if yeah, you so talk Dark Souls too, though, I couldn't give a shit. Yeah, I've had. I vaguely remember dying just after a checkpoint, and I didn't oh, have enough health to carry on. You sure you're not thinking about uh, Metro? No, no, there was another game. I can't remember what it was now. Where I, I did play another game that that happened in. Oh, there was there was one. Someone told me about. I don't think it was me. But told me about where they died just straight. I fell off a cliff or something ridiculous right after a checkpoint. Was that like Uncharted or something? Yeah, and then they couldn't they couldn't carry on playing the game because every time they reloaded, you just fell to the death. I can't remember which game that was. I remember sure someone was telling me. I, remember, I think I remember you telling me about it. It could have been, but uh, I remember that. So that that's slightly different. <laughs> well, that was just a crazy checkpoint. It's funny. The Duchess yeah. just came in here and I was talking about losing the Skyrim save. And she goes, what did you learn from that experience? And I said, absolutely nothing. Nope. Yep. nope. Don't use so many mods uh, at once on a, on a PC or a Mac. That's PC, uh, whatever. Anyway, he goes on. Play the trial of the Xbox indie darling Wright Brothers Mysteries. Now, I have looked at it, but I haven't played the trial at all. I have looked at this game, and I thought, you would go crazy if you saw this game. Crazy! Uh, he says, trust me, it could be game of the year. Uh, speaking of the Xbox indies, what's up with the box art or even the existence of indie sex games? What? That trash is worse than my emails, hey? Yeah, there's a lot of recent ones that I've had just women with boobs on. And in bikinis and so for no real reason. I mean, I, I think that's part of the reason I've got you to play. Tomb Raider one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if nerds are that horny, all they have to do is get a sex app that notifies them when another pervert is near, which is actually on the news today. Or they could just go dogging. When I was single, I would never have auditioned for that show's cast of strangers. Growing a standard mustache or cauliflower garden on my crotch just never appealed to me. Besides, 
What have you bumped into Slenderman in those woods? You know, I did think about that. There was a bit in the, the documentary where it did look kind of creepy where they were in the woods with just a torch, you know, humping each other. Oh, yeah, that is a bit weird. Are... Anyway. Weird, man. Yeah. Anyway, what is it with poo moaners? I was in the public restroom today after too many peppers last night and the guy on the next in the next cubicle to me sounded like he was either achieving an orgasm or giving birth. Hopefully it was neither. Sounded just like Marcus Phoenix. Have a great week, guys. Wishing you private cubicles in your future colony in space. Oh, shout out to School Duggera for ruining my lunch, Jay. There you go. It's very Thank nice you. Ruin it. Uh, anyway, here we go. Sean Anderson is next, and he says, The shortest podcast ever. I work part-time at a photo-video studio on Saturday mornings. It's mostly just duplicating DVDs, printing out slipcase covers, and typing up dull Yeah, whatever. Words. I saw Red Dragon. Maybe one person comes in all morning. Anyway, I blast your podcast to keep me company. So the other day, I was listening to you guys streaming. I kept having Fuck. to go back. Well, there's no customers in the shop. I know, yeah. I kept having to go Oops. into the back room. So I kept pausing. I was amazed how fast the podcast was going. One second intro, next second Vlados, then Chinny's news already. I was impressed how fleet and economical you guys were being. And then I realized that for some reason the audio was still playing silently, even when I paused the feed. So yeah, I re-listened to the show and got to hear all that crap in between about dead politicians beating people to death with Xboxes and dogging in the woods. Anyway, I'm glad to have the bloated rambling two hours plus VGers back. Uh, wish I could go into make it to Eurogamer. Actually, if I cross the pond, I'd actually be too caught up in your country to pay attention to a video game convention. You or Chini ever came, thought about coming to America? Well, I've been to New York. Well, you know, that's all really. So I have been to America I once. I love America. Yeah, I've been to America once. I do love it. I do yeah. love America. I can't even imagine how strange our country must seem to a UK. We have snowy prairies, giant mountains, deserts. Desserts and I don't jungles. know what your experience was like in America, Stu, but Mark, look at everybody was just really nice. Yeah, I thought they were all quite just nice. Even was, in New York, they were I, really I went nice. into this 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 um garage, you would call it in the UK. Uh what would you call it? A petrol station. A gas station. A gas station for directions, right? And inside this gas station, you would describe as a bunch of characters such as um Southern folk and um gangsters and thugs and i was like i'm lost i'm british i don't know what i'm doing and they all helped me <laughs> they all got the map yes. and they was like okay this is where you're at and this is where you gotta go and you gotta do this and i was like sweet so and they just they couldn't do enough for me it was very nice so so they didn't ask you to squeal like a pig no. then no so i have to wonder how much of that's caught up in you being british <laughs> a lot of time i mean whatever they may be just nice people there's plenty of nice people around but there's also lots of jerks I just went in there and so was like, I'm lost. And then they just perked up because I spoke. And they just went, all oh, right, yeah. Did it, just, did it look like one of those gas stations where they would take you into the back room and kill it you? It looked like the gas station from um, No Country for Old Men. Nice. Where, you know. Friendo. You know, call it. And I was yeah. like, I, I got to know what I'm calling. Just making friendly call. chat. So it looked like one of those gas stations, but like everybody was so nice in there. I was like, I wasn't anyway, expecting this. Anyway, he finishes off, and this bit is probably a bit like the UK anyway. Uh, and lots of lots of Walmarts and McDonald's for fat people. That's fine. Yep. That is pretty much like the UK, to be honest. That is pretty much the UK. 
That's uh, everything now. Yeah, the air-conditioned nightmare indeed, but also a sweet place to live. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Many, Heck yeah. Air conditioning isn't really a thing in the UK. We do have pl- places are air-conditioned, but we don't we don't need it that much for the year, so we don't have it. M- not many places. <laughs> yeah. We don't really get it. Anyway, he says, by the way, Stu, you said you'd read my email, and then you didn't. Y'all rock. Well, we read this one. I think we've read quite a few of Sean's emails. We always yeah. read most of them. I have a feeling the one I didn't read was the one with some spoiler stuff, because he sent about three in the same week of him, right, if that was him. Uh, Maybe that wasn't him. Uh-huh. I can't remember anymore. We get a lot of e- emails, people. I'm sorry. Just, yeah, because yeah, re- yeah, it is. It is him because we read out the one that he he did the one about um, Diablo two. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, he did a stop with the Nintendo hate email. We definitely read that one. Yeah, I remember reading that one. I and I don't know whether the one he's referring to. Maybe he did do another one. Who knows? Who knows? So, uh, and we did. We read the digital snail email, which we thought was cool. Remember that one where he sent an actual letter. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, we said we read that as well. So, I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. I've, we've read lots of his emails. So, you know, I don't know. So, uh. Anyway, so there you go. We, we we try and read all emails. We do. We do. So, if we've missed one, I apologize. But we've definitely read a few of your emails out, even if we managed to miss one. Uh, okay, next one is from Stuart Lecky, which is a weird one. And he says this to Stew. So this is for me only to Stew. He says, "Oi, Stew, you hypocrite! Go on a nice rant about Raptor. Well, who do I get messages from on Facebook about Raptor? A eh? none other than Mr. Fowler. Now, this is a bit weird because I've checked my Raptor account and I ain't got nothing linked to it. I haven't got Twitter nor Facebook linked to my Raptor weird. account. So it's a bit odd. So unless there's another Mr. Fowler." On the old Facebook that's linking to Raptor, I have no idea who it is. Been hacked. It's been well, no, because it's not even activated. There's nothing, and it's even. I've even ticked the "Do not update anything" with any of my stuff because mm-hmm. there's a little tick box that you can tick to say that. So I have done that. So I have no idea how that's possible. Uh, I apologise if it's me, but I have no idea how that's working. I even looked on my because obviously the veteran gamers Facebook's linked to my own Stuart Fowler account. I went to have a look on that. As far as I can see, there is nothing on there regarding Raptor at all. So I have no idea. But hey ho, who knows? <laughs> okay, he goes on. Okay, so it doesn't bother me. In fact, it often reminds me to go back and get to play some great games. Like this week, someone on my friends list was playing Crackdown. That made me feel like firing it up again. Such a fun game. He's right. I love that game. Uh, if I could also throw a couple of game recommendations your way, they would be uh, Guacamole on the Vita, and that's Guacamole, also yeah, Guacamole. Yeah. Uh, this, this has been this has been talked about quite a lot. It's on the PlayStation Network, and it's on the Vita, and it. It supports uh, cloud saves and all this stuff. Uh, apparently, pretty good. It's, uh, but you know what, though, no demo. There's no, no demo. demo. So much. That's... If there was a demo, yes, and that's the one thing Microsoft has done very well. You want to sell it in the arcade? You have to give us a demo. Yeah. demo. Mandatory. Yeah. 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 So if it had a demo, or we're giving it a whirl, I thought, oh, maybe it's good. I'll get it. But it didn't have a demo. It's always a gamble. Yeah. It, it is apparently very good, though, Stu. Yeah, it does look good. I had a look at it. It does look cool. Like it does good, look good. Good talkings. 
Uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 on the 3DS XL. Both are awesome games. Funny too. Uh, stay cool. Scottish Stew in Calgary. Stew like 52. So thank you. But I do apologize if I'm updating somehow that is unbeknownst to me. But uh, anyway. Uh, final one is from CP Matthew. Oh, there is one this week from CP. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. He says this Duke is dead. Oh, is the title shit. of this email. <laughs> no, it's not really. It just says not. No. He says Bioshock Infinite. That's what he says. Bio, Bio, Bioshock. Uh, greetings, gentlemen. Yep. Greetings. I finished Bioshock Infinite over the weekend so I could join in all of the spoilerific discussions. Sadly, there appear to be none. So I will start. Oh, because we haven't released ours yet? No, yeah. No, he wasn't aware of that. That was kind of funny. He says, just kidding. Spoiler free. Oh, enjoyed the ending. It was mind-twistingly delicious. Although, as all such tales do, it breaks down if you think about it too much. Yes, it does. And there's an Experience Points podcast episode about Bioshock Infinite out right now, which is pretty interesting. It says, I mean, we say a lot of the same things it says, so. Yeah, we didn't copy off that, by the way. Just just to mention, we didn't copy anyone. No. We just did our own thing. Uh, Anyway, he says... Something, 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 blank, blank, blankety, blank, and I can't really mention that because that is a big spoiler, so I'm not going to mention that. But whatever it was, he said, was unexpected. That's all I'm saying. I want to read the email now. Yeah. Overall, great game. I'm not as enamored with it as many others, but I enjoyed it. Perhaps when everyone has completed it, we can revel in some spoiler discussions. But for now, I must bid you adieu. Uh, Cheers, CP. P.S. Cheers. Uh, yeah, this is serious bit now, so no, uh, no, yeah, because I wasn't aware of this. Kay told me about this on the news. He said, P.S., some sick bastard planted explosives near the finish line of the Boston Marathon Yeah, the Duchess today. came home and told me about that. I hadn't... Yeah, he said, I don't care what their race, religion, or creed, there is no reasonable justification for the slaughtering of innocents. That's all That's I will say about that. We absolutely agree, mate. It's totally terrible. Twelve people dead, apparently. Two, I think. Oh, Kay said twelve to me. Well, maybe not. I don't know. She said 12 were dead, but she could be right. could have been two. Who knows? Uh, but whatever it is, it's, it's really terrible. Yeah. That's so they put explosives on the finish line? I'm guessing, yeah, near the finish line. Okay, yeah. so according to Business crap. Week, two people are dead. Right, Jesus. okay, must have read it wrong. Yeah, yeah that's terrible, isn't yeah, it? it is. It's terrible. And they've arrested some guys in the... Someone mentioned this on Twitter tonight. Uh, they've, they've arrested some uh, guys in the UK who were... Uh, planning on sending a bomb into uh, the territorial army base near where they were because he noticed quite a large gap under the gate where they reckoned they could strap a bomb to a, a remote-controlled car and remote-detonate it under either a vehicle or within the base somewhere. Once he'd obviously managed to uh, radio-controlled car it into the... But they got stopped before that even got anywhere, so they were sort of arrested and whatnot. So... Yeah, people do some crazy shit. It's sad to say. It's a sad old world, it is, isn't it? Uh, right, that being said, which brings me nicely on, and uh, the less depressing stuff. Uh, but basically, talking of games, because we've, I mean, we've talked up Bioshock Infinite a lot, and not everybody agrees, you know, that it is as great. And on reflection, you know, we, we recognise that there are issues with the game, don't we? You know, yeah. we, that would be true to say. We're, uh-huh. we're happy to recognise that. But I put up a little post on the Facebooks, as I always do. You know, most weeks put some sort of, you know, get people's views on stuff. 
Yeah, people's views. So I'll put up a uh, post which asks the question, uh, since you got your PS3 or 360, what games have you not played that everybody else raved about? So what games have you not played that you, you feel, you know, that maybe you should have done? Uh, starting off, Mark Green says, well, it's more like one good enough to me. Good enough for me. Don't know what that even meant. Um, Mike Vase said, Mass Effect 2 and 3, Uncharted 2 and 3. Yeah, I've, I've read some of these answers and it's just amazing the games that people yeah. haven't played. Oh, you people. Come on. I don't think everyone raved about Crisis. No, you can, no, you can miss that and not lose any sleep. But Batman Arkham Asylum and City. I never played City, but I've played Asylum. So that's the yeah. thing. Look, people, I'm not at the top of the game of who plays what fastest. So if I haven't played it and you have, if I have played it but you haven't, you got a problem. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he says, I keep threatening to play them, but end up playing Blops 2 online instead. That's always a problem there. I, I just I, I'm yeah. trying to finish games and I always just end up playing Halo Wars. Uh, Dan King, this one was kind of funny. Dan King said, Fallout New Vegas, Bioshock 2, Bioshock Infinite, COD Blops 2, Witcher 2, Tomb Raider, Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Strangely enough, though, I did have time to finish Aliens Colonial Marines. Yeah, I, see, like a lot of those, like Fallout New Vegas... Um, there's quite See, a few if you like Fallout 3, you've got to play Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, I love Fallout 3. It's one of my favorite games ever. What the hell's wrong with me, he says. <sighs> Nothing. You're cool. Yeah, and uh, but, but yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, uh, Sean Hutton said, just played Bioshock Infants and loved every minute, but 1 and 2 has been on my shelf for years, and I just haven't got around to playing them yet for some reason. I never played Bioshock 2. No. Well, yeah, 2's not as... wasn't raved about. Well, really. I, heard it, I heard it was good, though. It is good. It is good. Minerva's death uh, needs to be good as well. Dave Dory said, Eco and Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, oh come on. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I, I, I did get through those. Remember that? You did? I did you get did? through both those. You, you, you both, both had a go at me for not playing them, and I, I got the HD thing, and I, yeah. and I did it. And, uh, and, not, and not even feeling any Didn't even cry. Was just, hey, ah, whatever. Hey. Who cares about that bitch? Uh, Russell Smith said, Sleeping Dogs. I've had it downloaded for ages, but I haven't even touched Sleeping it. Sleeping Dogs is a wicked game. Never touched him. IP says Skyrim and any Call of Duty. It's amazing, isn't it? What the hell is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, James Bearder says, well, any of the Gears games, never played one. How can you never have played a Gears game? That's just weird. If you own a 360, you've never played one. That is just really odd. They ask you in the shop. It is, it is. Uh, Mass Effect 3, any of the CODs except the original Blops, Sleeping Dogs, GTA 4, L.A. Noir, Bioshock 2, and The End of One, any of the Half-Life games, Borderlands, oh, either of them, and Halo 4. Haven't played any Borderlands? What the hell? Oh, I know. You see, we think everyone four, plays well, like... Yeah. Even if you just played it and never finished it like me, but, you know, weird. Uh, Phil Olsen says all yeah, of the Mass, the Mass Effect, Effect games. Yeah, I was shocked when he said all that. All of them. All of them. Only played 10 minutes of the first one and played Half-Life 2 for the first time yesterday. Oh, my God. What is that? That is just weird, isn't it? Uh, Philip Mulholland, any Halo game, never had an original Xbox and didn't fancy starting at three, having missed the first two. Uh, Another one I'm too embarrassed to say, but it rhymes with Mortal Poo. Any ideas what that is? I know what that is. Portal 2. Portal Bloody 2. Yeah, okay. Jesus. Uh, Mark Fox says Fallout Mass Effect. 
Lewis Danson, Uncharted 3, still haven't got around to it. Anybody that yet. just hasn't played Portal or Portal 2, you can just, just fucking get on You're with it. And just play it. Yeah, you should really. Uh, yeah, Uncharted 3. Uh, I know it's not actually a game, but Skyrim Dragonborn DLC. I just want to fly in a frigging dragon. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> and then Adam Litchfield, Linfield, sorry, Adam Linfield, this was a weird one. He said, are you sitting comfortably? And then just didn't put any. <laughs> so I've no idea what that means. Uh, Robin Mickelberg said, too many to mention. Uh, I'm an SVG. Insert whatever word you want, beginning with an S. It's the Alan Tank syndrome, isn't it? Or no, Alan Tank is when you've started and don't. No, these guys haven't even played. I've never even started. This. Yeah, this has got to be new. Uh, Chris Ho said, I have had Ico. Or Eco. Eco. I have had Eco and Shadow of the Colossus Collector's Edition for almost a year, just sat on the shelf, still in its plastic wrapping. Damn. When you start playing it, you'll wonder why you waited. That's how I felt when I finally got into Mass Effect. And that's how these yeah. people will feel when they finally that's, play these games. That's exactly how I felt when I played Mass Effect 2, Duke. You know, yeah. like, I put off playing Mass Effect 2 for a year. Sure. Because I, I, I bought it, and I always put all the film games on priority. And I just, I thought, no, I've got to play this. I've got to play this. And I played it, and I was like, why didn't I not do this earlier? What yeah. was I doing? And I know I'll do it for, I did it for Fallout 3. I, I put that off for like nine months. And yeah. I'll do it for New Vegas. Um, and I'll do it for Batman Arkham City because that's the one I'm thinking of right now. I'm trying to think which one applies to me. And Arkham City is the one because I loved Asylum. I've had Arkham City since it came out, and I've not played it once. So the only game, the only game I've got in its wrapper that I've never played, which got fairly good reviews to be honest with you, is Bulletstorm. I've still got that. It's still wrapped in its cellophane. Yeah, I, I played Bulletstorm. I do play yeah. Bulletstorm. Yeah. yeah. I bought it, and I've still got it, and it's still right, in its wrapper. It's fine. Yeah, never got around to playing it, though. Uh, Chris Williams said, see, Chris MJW, he says, Fallout 3 looks grimy and miserable to me. Oh, well, yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Richard Primrose says, trying to get back into it, Chris, but it's just not grabbing me. So, uh, school is not uh, getting into that either. And then the final one, Michael Swales, he says, Call of Duty. I mean, duty. <laughs> Now, to be fair, like, I mean, whatever. I played all the Call of Duty multiplayer, but I haven't touched a Call of Duty single player in a long time. I've played... The only ones I've played is... Played, I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've played four. I played Call of Duty... Then I went back and played Call of Duty 2. Yeah, uh, both very good. And then both I, very good. Yeah, and then I played Blops 2. And then them are the I only ones I've played. Blops 1, Stu, is very... He's, he's, a, he's worth playing. Yeah. It's, 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 a, good, it's a good single-player game. But they're the only ones I've played. Uh, and that's all I'm going to mention on the old Facebook. Uh, we did have a couple. We did have a couple on the old uh, on the old Twitter spheres. But we've had a lot of... Uh, oh, pretty girl just the other day. She winked and she smiled, walked across my way. I couldn't figure out just what to say, so I twittered it. Twit, twit, twittered it, twittered it. Right, are you ready? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, here we go. Uh, yes, Turtle502 says Skyrim. Yep. And Red, and Red Dead Redemption oh, for starters. Red Dead Redemption. Skyrim's uh, one of mine, but I did start it. I did start it. I feel like I've missed one. I'm just a minute. Let me just have a look. You know, the one on the Facebook. I'm almost sure. 
Oh crap! There's a load more right at the bottom that I didn't show up when I did them oh, on the great. on my There's a load more. Jesus wept. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me have a look. Yeah, I was going to say there's a load more. Right, so he's not done all the first ones. So we've got Philip Mulholland. Sorry, I need to come back to this because I knew that other people because I remember it's Dan. Big news. Up. This is big news. Philip Mulholland said. Uh, any any Halo game never had an original Xbox and didn't fancy starting it at three having missed the first two. Another one I'm embarrassed to say, oh, I've done that, mortal poo. They see they're never in bloody order. We've done that. Mark Green says deadly premonition. <laughs> and yeah, I said that miss, mate. I said, Yeah, I'm not sure that that's one that I I think it was only me raved about that. <laughs> uh Callum O'Neill said, Any of the Gears games I've never played past the first hour of the original just did nothing to hold my interest. <sighs> Huh? What is that all about? What is that all about? Uh, Daniel Fletcher says, um, yeah, Crackdown. Never played Crackdown. Yeah, Crackdown's a good game, man. It's good. It's best in co-op, though. I said to him, you know, you're better playing that in co-op. Yeah. Uh, Richard Primo said, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, another one off school. Uh, Terry Wright said, I had to, I've had Tomb Raider on rental since release day and haven't even put it on yet. But he'll get around to that. He'll get around to that, won't he? Uh, we did Vasey, didn't we? We've done that one. Sean doesn't just play Bioshock. Yeah, yeah, I've done that one. Uh, Eco. Yeah, I think that was the only ones we missed. It was just a couple of weird ones that we just that weren't showing up in the first one. Yeah, I've done that one, done that one. Yeah, that's everyone. Sorry about that. But you know when you suddenly remember something, think, I'm sure there was some more. Uh, yeah, so that was Turtle Skyrim. Red Dead Redemption. Oh, dear me. That's good, that's good. Uh, Gavin Gardner. We're back on the Twitters now. Yeah, back on the Twitters now. Known as Gavlar. Uh... Also said Crackdown. Well, I did play it, just thought it was guff. Yeah, you've got to, it's only when you start powering up that it becomes cool and fun to do. Uh, Extra Flux says Bioshock anything. Not played any of the Bioshock games. Mm. Uh, Jason Johnson says Assassin's Creed 2. Uh, Mark Davis says uh, Skyrim amongst a load of others. Yep. What's wrong with you? I know. Gamergirl27, Kim, she says, Halo 4, Minecraft, Bioshock anything, that may change. And mm, there's probably more. So there you go. So all those people. Weird. Uh, st- yeah. Another one. Step J, he says, Skyrim, Bioshock 1, Orange Box, apart from Portal 1. Well, at least he played Portal. Uh, Braid, oh, and Star Wars Connect. I don't think that was raved about, was it? <laughs> I must have missed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mystery Pixel says... Metal Gear Solid 4, not very patient with stealth games, uh, but played Modern Warfare 1 and most of Modern Warfare 2, but more from obligation than duty. Bit stupid. Uh, and have we got any others? Oh, we've got Amaruso said, Amaraquai said, Chaps, for your information, Iron Brew is banned in the USA. Uh, really? For no sell, no importing, etc. Apparently, it's to do with the certain E numbers in the drink. <laughs> so there you go. Again, you that iron brew, dude. And he followed that up with, you know, a soft drink is really bad when you know that even the Americans ban it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't ban much of anything. That's right. Uh, and then David Tripney sent us a couple of pics. One was. How the opening crawl of Star Wars was filmed, yeah, which is the camera cool. over the screen. That was, that was cool. And then he sent us another cool one, uh, which was a Mr. Man book mock-up called Mr. Shepard. And it's sort of a mock-up of uh, Shepard from yeah, Massive X. It's cool. It's cool like that. So I was like, oh, that's cool like that. So thank you for those. We always like pictures being sent to us. Um, 
and then we just had that was it really cool i mean that was about it for the twitter so uh yes been, thank you ever so much show. it has been a long show that being said it, it really is time to go now so we need to do some shout outs and get the hell out of here so duke first quick as you can get the shout outs done and get the shit out of here shout out. hey right uh new member we have a new member yay binary soul but the o is a zero and the l is a one so binary zero one you one uh, Stu sent me some Fallout Monopoly images. That was pretty cool. Someone made a Fallout Monopoly game, which is funky. Uh, David Tripney uh, has sent us the Simpsons Breaking Bad mashup, which was cool. And then also, as Stu mentioned, the Star Wars crawl. And then Bongo. I had seen it before, but it was really cool. I love seeing it. Uh, there's a Fallout Charlie Brown picture with Snoopy wearing a gas mask and everything. So that was pretty cool. Uh, thanks again to everybody who came to the Team Fortress 2 play date, Verbal Rob and the NW99. The next play date, we're going to give Gears of War Judgment another try on the Xbox. So come on by, people. Play that E-hole cover game with us. And uh, shout out to Christopher Matthew for not stabbing me in the eye. Not yet. Not yet. Hopefully not never yet. will. There you go. Um, well, I'm just going to shout out the usual people. So everyone on the Twitters, I mention loads of people anyway because I read out all their emails, etc., etc., etc. So uh, thank you to everybody who sends us all that stuff. Uh, I'm also going to shout out Visceral Games because I feel a bit bad for being a bit down on the demo and going, eh, it's rubbish, when in actual fact it's actually pretty good You're Dead Space 3. So. I know, I just feel you, mean. They're now. crying I know. to sleep now and it's all your fault. Jesus. I'm just a... Bastard. Um, I know, I know. I do feel a bit bad for but, you know, but it's, it's actually a pretty good game. I've got to say, they've put a lot of time in it. You can tell they've put a lot of time and effort into it. When we've when we've had the shit that is Aliens Colonial Marines this year, you know, and then this game comes out, and they've actually, you can tell they've put a lot of love into the game, you know. So I feel a bit bad. I know I am. I'm just a bastard. But I'm trying to redeem myself here. Uh, and we have got another iTunes review. Yay! Oh, yeah! Yo, 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 yo. Yo, yo, you want some I- I- iTunes reviews? Gasta, Now, seriously, how can people not send them in when they get that cool jingle? I tell you, if you don't send them, you don't get the jingle. Uh, this one's from Crazy Fool 010. And he says, cracking podcast. He says, you guys are awesome. The be- best podcast on the here for Gamers Talk. And to be honest, just generally entertaining, even for non-gamers. Thank you for saying so. I've listened to them every week from around episode 147. And always look forward to downloading the next. Keep it up, guys. Much love. So thank you very thank much you for very that. Much Cheers. For the calm words. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, very nice, nice of you. Very nice. We like him. Uh, and that gives us 165 reviews. And 170 shows. So come on, people. We need to catch up the number of shows with reviews. That's what we want to do. So we need another five to catch up the shows. But make it six, then, with one ahead. Yeah. We need to be one ahead. We do ahead. appreciate the reviews. They're cool. We do, we do. And they help us. You know, ego stroked. In, I know. But to put it in perspective, it gets us more listeners. It doesn't do anything for us as much as, you know, oh, we entertain people, I guess. But... No, it doesn't do anything like that because we don't get any money and nothing. We just do it out of the love of chatting about games. But it makes it feel worthwhile doing, yeah. doesn't it? It makes it feel worthwhile doing it. And to put it into perspective, it does help us. We're, we're number 16 in the Games and Hobbies charts on the iTunes oh, in the UK at the moment. No, that's pretty bloody. We've been in the top 20 a few times this week, over the week. Mm. 
you know, because I always go and have a look, see if we've got any new reviews. So I always look via the charts. Fuck, listen to uh, this So, shit. yeah. I know. So loads of people are listening at the moment, and leaving reviews helps us keep that, you know, good ranking, and other people then find us. So, yeah, just if you feel I do, I'm just going to do it. It'd be great. So thank you very much for that. And then we can play the jingle again. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I know, and that's it for me, so over to you, Chinny. I'm going to shout out Burr Salem, because he sent me a message while I was playing Darksiders 2, saying, is it any good? I'm looking forward to playing it. And I basically said no. Um, I'll also shout out Whoop, 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 Gangnam Crime. No, Gangnam Crime, um, because oh. um, he sent me a song on the YouTubes, that was worse than the, I don't mind if you don't mind one step at a time. Um, but I haven't got it to hand, unfortunately, Andrew. Otherwise, I'd get Duke to play it. Oh, um, what a shame. Maybe I can line it up for next week. I did say I'd play it Just... on the intro, but yeah, I forgot. Uh, so I'll try and get that sorted next week. But it is pretty bad. Life is so awful, and I'm so complicated. Pretty much like that. Um, yeah. So Andrew and Burr Salem, big ups. Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of it. So yeah, see you later. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you. Good night, much love. Wowzers, that was one big-ass show, that was. Long show. It was a long show, but it was just, we had loads of Facebooky stuff and loads of emails, but it's good. Keep the emails coming. Podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. Keep them coming in, people. Yeah. Part of the show. It is. We like like the the feedback. Outro buffer stuff. It doesn't do anything, though. Like, doesn't... Oh, it's hilarious, fun, bone. It's like when you watch a movie, and then in the last two minutes, it's like, hey, here's Samuel L. Jackson with an eye patch. By the way, by the way, have you seen this DLC for Far Cry 3? Yeah, it's all... Yeah. Is it DLC or is it like a separate game? No, it's a DLC. It's a DLC, like I extra missions I where it's, it's all like Tron-like stuff. It looks stupid. Well, it looks weird. Apparently it's like awesome, Halo. Though. Apparently it's really, really good. Really? It looks yeah. like Halo. It just looks weird. It's, it's, just, like, like it's just some weird sides that they've done. Like, it's just a bit of a joke, I think. Like they, you know, in the same way, you know, Red Dead Redemption just did zombies just for the yeah. hell of it. They've just done this. Yeah, Blood Dragon, it's called. Mm. It just looks a bit weird. Apparently, it is really. You know what? Hey, hey, bitch, play my game. Yeah, we'll get that on next week. There you go. Who's doing the first one? Who's doing the first one? Then? Well, I think we just did it. Play my game, bitch. What's that then? What? what, what, what? Far Cry Three thing DLC. No, uh, that's. Just not I'm just kidding. Who is doing the first one? Who wants to do the first one? Not it. I'm touching my nose. Uh, do you want to do it, Ginny? Do. You want to do the first... You can persuade us about the game. Okay. Okay? Yep. You do the first one next week? Let's do that shit, then. How do I know if okay. you don't play it or not?
We'll leave you. We'll leave that with you. Don't forget. Yeah, but like, I don't know if you played it or not. I don't know. Like sometimes. Well, you know what games we've mostly played, don't really? <laughs> yeah, you do. You do really. Really. It'll be coming out. Halo Wars. Well, I'll tell you what. Pick three, and then if right. you if we played one, then you can just go to the next one. Or email us your choices, and we'll let you know which ones we haven't played. How about that? Oh. Email us. Right, we're going anyway. Yeah, thanks everybody. Good night. Good night. Bye bye. See you. See you later. Alligators. In a while, crocodile. Did you really just do that? Yeah, I think I did.